Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Take a look. All yes, right. sir. Okay, so we are hunting for Red October. I want you to soak it all in. <laughs> I got the towel. I got the T-shirt. I got the lid. We oh, are you got the lid no too, games today because after 11 years of frustration, 11 years of pent-up fandom, 11 years of coming up just this short <laughs> in September, boom, Bryce Harper said yesterday in the bottom of the eighth, 2-2 count. Phillies trailing by a run. Take that. Take that. And now the Phillies are on to Houston. World Series, baby. Don't give me any of this last wild card nonsense. Who freaking cares? It's about getting into the dance. And they got into the dance. And they are doing the gritty right now all over the Delaware Valley. Can we pull up that gritty video again, please? Get it. Pull it up, Xander. I'll pull that, pull that gritty gritties. video. You know what? You need four more. If wait. there's four more wins, I will gritty after every single Phillies win. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Hold up. If you're if you're a true fan, if you're a true fan, get up right now and give us a five-second gritty. Right. I'll give right you a little now. gritty. I'll give you a little gritty. <laughs> right now. I'm going to see gritty right now. I don't now. have a lot of room in the, in the gigantic right. studio. Of I'm going to see, I'm gonna see the gritty. Oh, there we go. I'll give you a little bit of that. Let's see and that I'm gritty. I'm giving you a little bit of this. I'll give you a little bit of that. I'll give you a little bit of this. Gritty, gritty, gritty. Yes, baby. 
Yes, that's what I'm talking about. This is yeah, what we do yeah, in late yeah, October yeah. into November. Yeah. And let's hope that the Phillies are able to keep it rolling because I don't care what Houston's doing. I didn't care. They were the underdog against St. Louis. They were the underdog against Atlanta. They were the underdog against the Padres. And you know what happened every single time? Boom, dominance. How about 9-2 and two in the postseason? How about taking care of business unblemished at home? That's what I'm talking about. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. And you know what? Without further ado, let's go to the man who was on the field with the post-game interviews and was in the booth for the radio call. And there look at is. Tom, look Tom look McCarthy's son got married this weekend, and Woo! he is taking the time to join us today. That's how we roll on Sports Take. <laughs> Team Mac, first off, congrats on your son, man. Congrats, awesome. Bro. Congrats, what an awesome, insane man. Awesome. weekend this was. Yeah, you know, I appreciate it, guys. It was pretty cool. I mean, uh, obviously, it was uh, it was hard not to be there on Saturday uh, at the game, uh, but it was a pretty special day. So it was uh, it was neat. You know, they planned it. It's all you know from a COVID standpoint. You guys know how tight things oh, yeah. are yeah. for events, but they planned it a little more than two years ago, yep. and there was no lockout. There was no extra <laughs> wild card round. Right. I think it was supposed to be an off day in the World Series. Like his th- his thought process was good. And then all of a sudden the world changed and I'm like, Oh no, this is going to be a conflict. <laughs> hey, hey, T-Mac. Uh, I, I, need to know one so I need, great, I need to know one thing, T-Mac. Yeah. Now, you, you are the consummate professional, but I also know you are a staunch fan. Please yeah. tell me you were not out there last night with those crazies trying to climb those grease poles. <laughs> I, I wasn't, I, I, you know, I, I, I left, uh, you know, we did the event, we did everything on the field. We were in the right. clubhouse and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, um, we, you know, I was driving out of the ballpark and there were people everywhere, like everywhere. So I was, I was sitting there sensing uh, that center city was probably going crazy. Although I, I will, I will say it was way more nuttier than I thought it would be. I really was. I thought it, everybody really? was saving for the world series. That I'm was awesome. You, Tom. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Tom, Bro, this, this, this is what it's ahead, all Barry. about. Yeah, this is ahead. what it's all about, man. Just being a part of something like this, but just, you know, yeah. you were, I remember you talking about it earlier. You and you and Rob were discussing it and you guys were talking about, well, just get into the dance. Well, now they're dancing, and the fat lady hasn't sung yet, man. No. What's the possibility is these guys winning it all, man? They're hot. Well, at this point, honestly, Barrett, at this point, I think it's up for grabs. And, and yeah. listen, all due respect to the Astros, I think I said this to you guys last time, they're a really good team. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, we're going right, to get a call. That's all. We'll get, get him back. Call. We'll get him back. Yeah, we, listen. Uh, what, there what, he what, is. Oh, Tom, you're back. All right. We lost it. We hold on. Wait, we got audio. No Tom, audio. We got, we got video. If you can hear us, we don't have audio. So Xander, see if you can you can hold Tom and let, let's try and get him. Let me know if we have audio, Xander. That's all I need. You give me the thumbs. We got it, Tom. Yeah. We get. We can, okay, we got your back, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I I apologize for that. That was my bad. I'm 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 at the college in New Jersey. My daughter's getting um my my daughter you know is a track athlete at the college in New Jersey. And they were having practice yesterday, and they had this team building exercise where they're doing individual tug of wars. So <laughs> she won, but in the process um, of doing an extra one against five oh, people, no. like it was her and one of her teammates against five others, uh, she fell and hit her head, and she's got a concussion now. So oh, no, no. Traitor. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my goodness! All right, we're, we're wishing her all the best. It's never a dull moment. Yeah. It's never a yeah. dull moment in McCarthy House. It's never. A dull yeah, moment. you can have anyway, enough on your plate so, right now. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, but but I do think it's anything's possible at this point. You know, great matchup game one if it's Wheeler against um, uh, 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 
against Verlander. Uh, and I think it will be. I don't think that they'll give him an extra day, even though Nola has an extra day. Game two matchups really good. I mean, the pitching, again, it's going to be that game three and four, just like yep. this series. Yep. To me, if the Phillies can get a split in Houston, that's those are going to be the two key games. All right, I'm going to start with the, with chalk here, Tom, the obvious. I mean, the, the run that's Harp, that Harper is on right now, we may have never seen in the history yeah. of the postseason, certainly in a Phillies uniform. And to do what he did in that moment yesterday, I, I mean – I, I just sit there and I say, this guy can't top himself. And then he tops himself every single time. I, I mean, <laughs> just tell me what's going through your head when he hits that thing. And it looks like it's got a legitimate chance to go out the opposite way. You know, it, it, it's, it's incredible that there are athletes. I mean, you guys know there are athletes that just step up at any time. Um, it was just amazing that he was on that stage and provided that kind of a, of a, I was talking to his parents last night and I said, you know, your son has been everything that this city could have asked for and more. Um, I just, it was incredible. The whole thing was incredible. It was just, the atmosphere was unbelievable when that ball left the bat. It was unbelievable. Hey, hey Tom, I, I, I look at, I look at Harper's numbers in yeah. the playoffs and, you know, and before the playoffs started, we had genuine concerns about him being in somewhat of a funk at the plate. What do you think just turned it on for him? I, I mean, he, he, in the postseason. 439, 18 of 40 runs, six doubles, five homers, 11 RBI, 10 runs scored, 11 straight times he reached, 11 straight games he reached base. What, what just clicked for him all of a sudden? You know, I, I, honestly, Deegan, I, I think it was just getting at bats, you know, because okay. it, it, we, we just assumed because he came out swinging pretty well those first couple weeks after the injury uh, that he'd be fine. And, but he probably just needed more live VPs and he could have been in a mechanical funk. I, I okay. genuinely think that all of these guys put so much pressure on themselves to get to the postseason that once they got there, it was like, yeah, all right, like, we're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. And they were just like, let's just go. Let's just go. Think about all of us, man. We always, when we're relaxed, we do better in anything. We yeah. do better. And I think that, you know, even though we think the, we look at these guys as being specimens on the big stage, they're just human beings the same way as we are. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm just amazed at how, you know, I mean, I, I kind of expect it from the guys that are supposed to be doing this. You know what I'm saying? The real Mutos, yeah. guys like that. Yeah. But but when you look at guys, you know, that haven't been in this stage before, you know, the, 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 the you know, the guys that, you know, the virulings, the stars, these guys are, mm -hmm. the moment's not too big for them. No. And to me, that's the biggest thing right now. The moment is not too big for, for Verling. Uh, bomb all these guys you know what I'm saying everybody's yeah. stepping in and, and 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 really doing their part man how great is that to see man what do it's you call great. them the kids and, whatever know, you call them the daycare Philly there daycare. you go the daycare yeah <laughs> you know um it is pretty incredible I, I give a lot of the credit to Rob obviously Thompson uh but also to the clubhouse because you know they make them feel as if they're part of it like you know a lot of times when youngsters come in rookies come in not that there's hazing, but that there's, you know, they got to prove their worth. Well, yes, from day yeah, right, one, right. these guys were brought in and they were, they were part of the family. You know, they're part of the fabric of this clubhouse. And gosh, I mean, I think I told you guys this, that I learned patience more than anything else in, mm -hmm. in sports. And these guys were patient with them as they hit some rocky spots. I mean, Stott was six for 66 to yep. start the year. I mean, you don't you don't survive that in a season. Well, he survived it. And he made an impact, but yeah, I, I think it's been great. I think I think their energy level 
You know, it's like dealing with our kids. I mean, you're like they're they constantly they have kinetic energy, and you're sitting there thinking, how do they do it? And that's <laughs> right. exactly what these guys are like. <laughs> yeah, just for being an athlete, I've seen that before. I mean, I. I, you get guys like, all right, go sit down in the corner over there. But I don't see them guys sitting. Yeah, in the corner. exactly. They're not doing that. For yeah, them. yeah. Hey, 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 Tom. No, um, exactly it. Tom, is this the loudest you've heard this stadium? Or how does it compare to another moment in Philly's history? You know, it's it's funny. Um, the 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 08, 09 guys. Yep. You know they were they were made for this almost. Mm-hmm. Like they were older, fuzzier some grayer Jamie was older than everybody um you know this team is they're just different I mean they're just they're just a different group they're funny uh not that that team wasn't funny uh, but they're just they're just really relaxed I mean they really are they're really relaxed now they're really really relaxed more than anything else you Mm -hmm. know Tom, how about Hoskins? I mean, it's been such a man up and yeah. down, uh, even literally game to game. I, I don't like to talk about his whole Phillies career, but game to game. Yeah. I mean, boots a ball, big home run. Uh, you know, the, there's just so many moments. And again, you know, huge Saturday. You're down 4 nothing. You blink your eye. You haven't even batted it yet. It's 4 nothing. You're trailing. Yep. And he hits two come-from-behind shots. And then yesterday, too. But, but I think he epitomizes this because – He's got the perfect outlook with this. He gets booed. Eh, all right. I, I, I kicked the ball. I kind of du- I deserved it. Like his mindset is perfect for Philadelphia. And he's emblematic of this whole thing. I, I, I do agree with you, Rob. I mean, I, listen, I, he was the first guy I interviewed yesterday after he got off the stage. And, I, and before we, we interviewed, I gave him a hug and I told him, I said, I, I can't tell you how proud I am of you. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm always proud of you as a person. But as a player and as a as a as a husband, as a, as just a player, and I really truly meant it. I mean, he's one of my favorite people of all time uh, in this game. You know, I always list all these players that everybody's like, "Who's your favorite player that you ever dealt with?" I said Chris Young from Princeton, uh, who's now the president of the Texas Rangers. You know, he's a basketball player, yeah. or David Eckstein from the Thunder, who you know won a championship with the Cardinals. But Reese is right there. I mean, he is. He's right there as a person. And, and no Rob, Barrett I agree Brooks? with you. No Barrett What's Brooks? Barrett. Yeah, I love Barrett. Well, I, have to, I have to love Barrett because, I, because he and I are, are cut from the same same height and, and width and stuff yeah. like that. So we're, uh, we're, we're kindred spirits. Yeah, yeah, but you don't, you don't have brain issues like Barrett does. So oh, that's boy. the difference. I, well, there's some people that think I do, Darren. I mean, <laughs> Depends who you talk to, Darren. I can give you a list of people. I mean, my house is full of them right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're right, man. I mean, he, he, he's something like he, – he's definitely cut, man. I, that, that's a great example by uh, guys that, you know, just weathered the storm, man. Just weathered yeah. the storm. He's, he's – you know, he's just he, – to me, he's a special guy. I mean, I, I again, I know everybody has flaws – uh, but think about the what think about how he responded every single time. Again, a lot of guys wilt under yep. that. They don't they don't come back from it. I mean, he just keeps getting up, keeps getting up. And Tom, that, that's that's another thing to me. Like nobody's scared on this team. Like even even Stott. Stott's had so many amazing yeah. at bats no. where he'll just fight off a couple of pitches that maybe aren't for him yeah. and then serve in a like he started or kept things alive and teed things up. It, it, from the young guys to the old guys, it's you're not you're not dreading them coming to the plate in a big moment. No, I would agree with that. Um, you know, and I guess sometimes I forget. I mean, this was a big time player in college. I mean, I know it was UNLV, yeah. 
you know, he's a first round pick. I mean, he's a big time player. Um, but you know, he's as he's as much a reason for the success of this team as anybody else. I mean, they got rid of Didi Gregorius, to, who was the everyday shortstop, and said, "Man, we'll just give it to this guy." I mean, you know, they have Sosa <laughs> to back him up if they need to, but mm-hmm. that could have really gone bad. I mean, mm-hmm. it, defensively, even more so than offensively. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, I thought yesterday. Uh, with the double, even though he was stranded at second base. I mean, that showed you what kind of a player he is. Big moment, yeah. eh, no big deal. Yep. Hey, Tom, there were several times, uh, just small small increments, I allowed myself to say the words, we're going back to San Diego. It was 4 nothing Saturday, yeah. then 6-4, and then they lead 3-2 on a wild pitch on Sunday, and I'm thinking, they're going back to San Diego. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, boom, boom. I mean, this yep. is a this is a storybook season. I kind of equate to the 2017 Eagles. This was a team they they lost players. You know, people to counted them out. Thought they were going to be underdogs. Atlanta, Minnesota, even against uh, New England in the Super Bowl. Yep. All of a sudden, they said, "You guys really don't know us and what the chemistry yeah. is on this team." And I look at this team now, and as we've just talked about, it's not the same people every day that's being relied upon. Right. It's a different hero every day for this team. Yeah, and, and honestly, you're right. And, and I think that one of the heroes that people kind of forget about yesterday, because he only threw a couple pitches, is Reyes. I mean, yeah. I mean, he started Friday night, mm. and he just came in, bobbed in, and it's a different. It is. It's a different hero every day, and I think that's what makes it a team. I think the the 17 Eagle comparison is true. I mean, it's you surge, man. You believe in yourself. There's so nothing that can stop you. Yeah. I, I, I look at it, you know, and I, I, I joke around with these guys, you know, like just before the playoffs started, I'm talking about it's a reason why they went out and got Noah Syndergaard. It's yeah. not for what he's going to do going up in, into the playoffs. I mean, what you saw in that short period of time that he, he that they when they acquired him is not necessarily why they brought him there. I think they foresaw him coming into this playoffs. And now you see that veteran leadership starting to come out. You know, so he's showing guys, you know, the guys are a lot more comfortable now. Now you see the, you know, the, you know, Sir Anthony's and everybody else start up. I, I think they brought him in just as that common spirit, man, in, in that mm. in that bullpen, man. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, the additions that they made, the Sosa addition, uh, even Marsh and him. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought one of the greatest reactions the other day was uh, when he's warming up in the bullpen and they're down 6-4. <laughs> And they tie it up, and he's like in mid pitch, and he's like, and he stops, and he's like, yes. <laughs> I mean, it was great. It was great. Yeah. The whole thing. Oh, they they pieced it together. They've really yep. pieced it together well. Tom, we haven't even gotten, I can't believe it, to Rob Thompson yet. But I mean, just it, it felt like, and I, I always do this to myself because I'll second guess for a second, and then I say, this guy's pushed every right button. Just shut up, dude. That's what I say to myself uh, every time. But amazing what he's been able to do here in terms of just putting together the right plan. And then yesterday, again, having Suarez up, you know, with, with David Robertson, who frankly has been a little shaky to be, to be real, to have him ready to go just in case to, to, you know, break glass in case of emerging was yet another brilliant move. You know, uh, Rob, I'm, I'm, you broke up a little bit there, but I, I think you're asking about Rob um, yeah. and his plan. It, it, it's amazing what he's been able I always, I see him every day. I say, "Hey, Rob, way to push the right buttons today." They're like, mm-hmm. "It's just, it was uncanny." Whereas Bob Melvin, who's a really good manager, didn't push no. the right button to bring in Hater 
to face Harper. You know, for Rob, he just said, well, whoever's – the matchup is the matchup. Uh-oh. Oh, no. All right, we lost T-Mac. All right, yeah, but guys, that's the thing, and that's what I was referencing, and we'll see if we get Tom back up here. Um, he goes with Robertson. You know, he had to at that point. It's just the, the way the game broke. But he goes with Robertson at that point, and just in case Sir Anthony's ready to roll – or excuse me, Suarez is ready to roll. And, you know, lo and behold, Robertson is not getting the job done. Boom. And and did the Padres help? Sure. Grisham's bunt? Yep. I still can't figure it out. Yeah, I can't figure that one out. But, you know, just absolutely – Every right button, he's just got – he's in a zone. Like, so talk about players being in a zone. That guy's managing in a zone right now. You know, when you think about the, – the approach Sunday was all hands on deck today. We're not we're not worried about games six and seven. No. We can end this now. I mean, you're talking – Eflin, Eflin – He did that Friday, Anthony. Derek. He was going yeah. for kill shots Friday. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And you're thinking – what he did is unconventional. That's not analytics. That's a feel for the game that we talk about. You, th- there's no way you can say put that in the category of analytics. No. Because we're sitting there going, wait a minute, what's he doing? What's he doing here? And that's a feel, and that's what he's done all season long. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's analytics somewhere involved in this, but that's old school managing right there. You know, and I love it. You know, initially when it happens, you're thinking, Man, this could backfire. Oh my goodness! Oh, it could have gone. About... It could have gone wrong ten different yeah, ways. Yeah, man, you can't manage that way. You Absolutely. can't play that way. Yeah. Exactly. And and when you look at you look at his his management of his guys, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'd have sat Rich Hoskins' ass down. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, uh-uh. You know, and and he stuck with him. And what happens the next game? You know, his defense messed up. What happens the next game? He rocks it and and, and brings himself out of that funk. You know what I'm saying? Throws yeah. the bat down. That. Usually you you'd be like, man, I, I gotta sit this guy. He's yeah. he's spiraling down. He's he's yeah. in the tip. Yeah. He's going all the way down. I mean, I gotta oh, yeah. sit him down so he can compose himself. He's stuck with him, man. A lot of yeah. managers wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? I mean, especially yeah. when you have guys that can go in there and play in his absence. Well, Barrett, look, you speak to this better than anybody else. When you know a coach of yours has your back, you're right. It, it, you know, everything else kind of takes care of itself. Like, I know I'm not gonna get yanked. I know this guy believes in me, and that that is him, man. That's huge. That's you know, and, and as much as we all, me too, we're you know yelling and screaming about Hoskins and all, man, that dude got me here. This is Thompson's thinking. That dude got me here, and I'm I'm rolling with him. Exactly. And, exactly. I, I, and those guys appreciate that, man. They want to play for that dude. You see him when he speaks to them after these big games when they clinch. They're all quiet. They're all waiting. Like, uh, you know, yeah. no, dude, no, that's key right, right there because the emotions of coming out of something like that big. Yeah. And when he talks, the entire team. It's quiet. Absolutely. Yep, that just goes to show what type of guy he is. Amen. With Joey B. Oz the D-Gun smoked some pork shoulder for game one of the World Series. I can tell you right now, Joey. Friday night. Uh, Joey, I can tell you right now. Even odds. Even odds right now. Even odds? Even odds. <laughs> that's yeah. even. Okay. Well, that's you know, that's not, that's not his that's not his, his um his, his his choice. You know what I'm saying? He, he likes carne sada, see. That's what oh, it's, it's probably what he's gonna do. You are, either that, either that, or a few slabs of ribs. No, you can oh, never yeah. go wrong there, man. Can never go. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, I was, um, I was down there Saturday and yesterday, guys, and I was down there. You worked, I did a, right? Yeah, I did a four-hour pregame show Saturday. Where'd you yeah, do so it from? I, I, text, I texted from Where? the booth. From the oh, booth. From, no kidding. At section one twenty-five. Yeah, and I did yesterday. I was down there. I did a meet and greet 
at Citizens Bank Way, which they had the Ferris wheel set up. It was really cool. And like, wow. people are so, where I'm going with this is, they're so happy. Like they're so, they're enjoying this run because it was unexpected and because it took so long to get, you know, to get back. It, it truly, like people just coming up like, isn't this great? Like that's what they're saying. It's not like, man, what's going to, you know, what do you have to do here? X, you know, X and O, they're just like, I'm loving this. And that's right, so right. cool, man. That, no, that, that's that a big are, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not the it's not the the negative the negative vibes that usually I get from you know. All right, well, they shouldn't be there. You know, no, you can't get that. I mean, in all actuality, Middleton he he paid for that. Right. He paid for what's going on right now. Yeah. We were like, well, why are we doing? Why is he spending all this money? When they went out and got their you know their two big hitters, you know, I, I was like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Are we this far? I mean, you think this much of this team that Schwarber and, and you know can come in and, and Castellanos can come in and change us getting into the playoffs? Well, evidently he knew something we didn't know. Yeah. I I had no well, clue. Well, here, here's we one even here's here's one even bigger. All season long, we kept not just we those who observe and critique. They spent all that money on hitting and they neglected pitching. Yes. How many times have we yeah, said it? Yes, we yes, spent exactly. all that money on hitting and neglected pitching. And the people were screaming in August and September, we can't do this. We're not going to make it. This one sucks. Screaming three this weeks ago. Yeah. You know, and, and all of a sudden, <laughs> except for a couple of guys who I still don't want to see in the mound at this stage of the season. Uh, correct. Brad uh, Hand. <laughs> I don't want to see I don't want to see Gibson. Uh, no. I don't want to see Gibson. No. Syndergaard, I'm still, I'm still on the fence. With and another one, his name rhymes with David Robertson. I don't know. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, is that my out loud voice again? What? I mean, look at Rob. Ahead, Rob, Derek. I haven't, I haven't seen you this happy since somebody told you it was a two for one sale at Acme at Cheerios. Yeah, it was Cheerios two, two for one sale, sale. at Cheerios. Acme, man. I'm, and Peter Pan peanut butter. Yeah. Oh my goodness! But you know, this is. I can remember. You know, remember I was. Um, we were the sixth seed going to the year we won the Super Bowl, and look. Yeah. These guys fighting, you know, they were fighting for the number two seed uh, with, with, with a week and a half, two weeks left, and we'd lose one. But then, you know, you turn back around, the Brewers lose one. Yeah, we lose exactly. one again, and the Absolutely. Brewers will lose one. We lose one again, the Brewers will lose. It was crazy how we got in it. But once you get in, man, it's, and I, you know, Hold and I wasn't, I, I didn't know. I didn't know because, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot different from football, way different from football. You know what I'm saying? You get in, when you get in. You know, usually the better team will take over yeah. in football when you're playing against a better team once you go into the playoffs. Yes, it says any given Sunday, except when you get to the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. usually the better team plays good. and But, it, you know, you have more of an opportunity with yeah. baseball. And I didn't look at it that way because there yeah. are more games to play. It's, it's, it's one and done when you're doing to, um, when you go into the NFL playoffs. I'll, I'll tell you guys this. They don't win that game one in St. Louis – I'm not sure they even get out of that series. That comeback. That's a good point. You had moments like that comeback in game one when you were down, what was it, six or whatever, going into the night. That Mm -hmm. comeback, like the the Castellanos catch to stop the bleeding. Oh, uh, man. That game in Atlanta. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, there were just there like these moments. Obviously, the Hopkins, the Hoskins home run where he slams the bat down. Like you're gonna remember that all the Harper has <clears throat> heroics. But it's that stuff where you go back and you're like, man, none of this probably happens. It, 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 it just shows you how a, such a fine line between winning and losing in sports, too. Maybe it, it's it's meant to be. Could Maybe be. it's just it's one of those it's just one of those fairy tale stories that's meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know? man. It's like you know, I mean. 
we won the Super Bowl, and it would just happen to be in Detroit. Yeah, where Jerome yeah. Bettis, something, in something. Jerome Bettis is from Detroit. Yeah, last game of his career, he retired on that, on that last game. Yeah, it's just meant to be. I just think that it's it's, it's to me, it's, it's not really a fairy tale because we're doing it the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We're we're actually doing it the way we're supposed to do it. You know what I'm saying. Lighting them up for ten. You know what I'm saying? Harper comes in and, and hits, you know, our our, our guy, you know, the, yep. the, the, right. the main cog in it, wins it for us. These are all things you're supposed to do. Uh Wheeler comes in and 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 you know, our last game in this series, mm-hmm. everything is happening. We're supposed to have our two aces are playing like two aces. Yeah. Oh, Barry, our bats go, are starting to hit too. Go back to that, that moment you were just talking about with the Steelers. I mean, I, I think sometimes I don't want to I don't want to use the word luck, but it's like something's in your favor. Yes. Okay. Steelers are Indianapolis. Jerome Bettis, who hardly fumbles. ever fumbles, fumbles at the goal line. Yes. God picks it up and takes off. And of all people, and every time I see that play, by the slimmest of margins, mm-hmm. the slowest guy in the field, Roethlisberger, <laughs> gets a hand on his foot and trips him up just enough to cause him to doubt. tumble. I mean, if that dude had a juked one way or the other, he'd have taken it to the house. Man, he'd have blew his knee out. Roethlisberger would have blew his knee out. <laughs> yeah. But Roethlisberger barely touches his dude and trips him up just enough. Exactly. The it's sixth like, seed. You know, we had we, the third seed. We were the third seed, bro. The go. third seed going to St. Go. Louis baseball heaven. Yeah. Going there. Yeah. There you go. And they pull it out like that, man. Two of them. I mean, just we, bro. This is this is un. Believable, man. Yeah, and our fans have got, and we close them out in front of our fans every single time. Incredible. Yes, but here's the most important thing: you finally have relevant baseball going into November. I don't know. It's been a, it's been more than a decade since you've had that. People usually at this time are focusing on the Flyers, the Sixers, and the Eagles, and now you've been thrown this caveat of the Phillies. Doing the impossible against two opponents, as Rob said, they were not favored against, still standing right now. And I guarantee you they're going to go into this series against Houston as the underdogs against Houston. Are you ready for this, by the way? So look at the way this lines up. You get the World Series. You got Friday, Saturday at Houston. Yep. You come back here Halloween night and then Tuesday and then Wednesday here, right? You know where the Eagles play Thursday? A yeah. week from Thursday, they play at, at Houston. Houston. At Houston, yeah. Okay, you could have a game six of the World Series Friday and Saturday. You could go from the Eagles playing the, the Houston Texans at Houston Thursday to game six and seven yeah. Friday and Saturday in Houston. Isn't that something? That's crazy. That is, okay. I mean, you talk about like destiny. Like this is kind of supposed to be happening in some it's weird crazy, way. Crazy man. You know, Bruh, this is this is what it's all about, man. That's what this is. This is why you play sports. This is why all these guys play sports for these these type of things that's happening right now. You know, you couldn't ask for a better better story. Incredible. You can ask for it, man. It and, is and, and this is this is why you do it, man. This is why you play the game, man. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. This is I'll, why you play the game. Man, do we have a lot to hit? We'll keep it rolling here uh with the Phillies. By the way, two o'clock, Greg Murphy's gonna be joining us. One o'clock, we were going to dive into the NFL uh, week seven, in particular what happened around the NFC East. That includes the Giants. That includes the Cowboys. That includes the Commanders, all three of which won. So we will dive into that. Uh, we'll get into last night's game and some of the other big games. Obviously, the uh, the 49ers and the Chiefs was a biggie as well. Uh, so we'll do all of that. Again, Greg Murphy at two, uh, 2.30. We'll do some open talk, which includes the Sixers, who are winless. 
uh, the Flyers, uh, a lot of other stuff to get into. So you don't want to go anywhere. This is we are on fire today, man, and we will keep it rolling. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett and Rob. All right, so let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because knowing who to trust with your finances can be a very scary proposition, right? And I, I have been at the front of that line and was for a long time. So I found Jim and principal financial group. I can tell you from experience that I trust them with my finances, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you might have a small business. You're not really sure how to set up your employee benefits. That's something else that Jim can help you with. And by the way, I just gave you a few things there. If you just need a consultation, give him a call. 610-996-4751-610. 996-4751. You can email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. It's a fall car fest, and Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown says, yes, you can. Jeff says, yes, you can choose from over 1,000 vehicles in stock with no wait. Yes, you can still get low prices, leases, and big discounts. Yes, you can still get low interest financing. And Jeff always says, yes, you can have a real deal buying experience without the hassle. When the other dealers say, no, you can't, Jeff says, yes, you can. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Jeep Adventure Days. Over the last 17 years, we've built a reputation of growing award-winning teams across the country. Staffing is not easy, but that's what we do every day, all day. The key to our success is storytelling, asking the right questions to find the right people. Hi, I'm Gary Kane, president of Kane Partners. We want to be your staffing partner.
everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Barrett, Rob. Uh, by the way, uh, see everybody in the chat section. Appreciate you. See everybody streaming, everybody listening. Thanks for hanging with us. Let's hit that like button. Let's go hard. We, we haven't had a good run on the like button in a while. Let's go on a, on a run like the Phillies are on or the Eagles are on right now. Let, let's destroy the like button today. How about that? How about we set a like button record? I already grittied once. I grittied like uh, uh, 30 seconds into the show. I think that deserves some like button. Like that's what we call little, it. it? Right. By the way, you see the cup? I, I got a little hunt for Red October. Cup. There we go. Well, there we go. Postseason. All let's, right. let's, let's put a challenge out there. Let's put a challenge out there. If we don't get at least 400 likes today, we are not accepting any more challenges. <laughs> All right. Okay. 400 likes. 400 yeah. likes. If we don't get 400 likes, we are not accepting any more challenges. All right. I like it. I like it. I'm with Derek. I, I'm liking that. If I could smash the, the button, I would smash it. I'm, I'm liking that. Uh, so we appreciate all you guys. That That's for sure, as we do each and every day. Um, boy, it was a wild weekend. I, I got to show you this first because Friday, um, Jason Kelsey was actually there Friday. I think he was there all weekend. But, but this was Kelsey on Friday night. So he gets on the field, right? And he's down there with the Fanatic. And Jason Kelsey, uh, he was thirsty. He was a little thirsty. He needed a drink. <laughs> he, he had to quench his thirst. He pounds down a beer. All right, he chugs a beer. He had a dude in a mummer's costume. Look at him picking the that, – that, the Fanatic is not a light uh, fella. Okay? No, not at all. Not and at all. And Kelsey was picking him up earlier off the ground. And by the way, what a gentleman. He picks up his can. He's not leaving any – he's not littering, okay? But Kelsey <laughs> goes out there, slams a beer down. Okay, look at the Fanatic doing his thing. How, I mean, how great is that? That's the Eagles' future Hall of Fame center out there throwing a beer down with some dude in a mummer's costume and he's hugging the fanatic. Like Come that's, on somebody that gets it, man. He gets he, it. Exactly. He, he gets, gets it, it, man. He gets it. And then some, so I thought that was uh that was really cool. And look, it was a star studded affair. Miles Teller, the actor who's a huge Phillies fan yeah. was there all weekend. Uh, Jay Wright. They had all the guy, a lot of the guys from the 08 team uh, because Jason Worth threw out the first pitch on Saturday. Friday was Ryan Howard. So you had Ryan Howard, you had Worth, you had Charlie Manuel there, uh, Boa, like a lot of those guys were down there just kind of so you were you were in heaven, man. You had you know you had Top Gun out there, bro. Kelsey <laughs> out there. Yeah. You had the whole kid in caboodle, bro. <laughs> uh, so cool, man. It's just that's what's great. You know, that's what's great. Um, it's just it, it that's why you that's why you get involved. That's what I keep telling my yes. friends who were texting me like, dude, this is so awesome. It is, but that this is why you're a fan. You know, this is why you get into it. That's why you, you, uh, you, you enjoy this thing. All right. So I, I got to ask you guys about this because the, the, the talking about this sort of pixie dust that's, that's flying around with this team. They got helped by the manager of the other team too. Um, Bob Melvin yesterday, for some reason, doesn't go to Josh Hader. Yeah. Who's warming up against Bryce Harper. Who's a lefty. And I don't care that Josh Hader's never gotten six outs in his life. Exactly. Dude, it's do or die, man. Yes, yes. You're trying to get back home, bro. Yeah, I mean, oh. I don't understand that. He said, I think you said basically they were going to bring Hader in. They were hoping that he could get one more out before they brought Hader in. In that situation. Against Harper? You know, yes. And you, you, you're you considered to have this outstanding bullpen. Even if you use your closer at that point, he doesn't get you the final six out. You still got enough arms to combat this team. Um that was a you talk about the miscalculations at its finest. And Bob Melvin is an excellent baseball man. So that's what made it even more improbable as to why he didn't he didn't make the move. Yeah. You got haters standing out there like am I going in? You know, this is the moments he was built for. I know. 
I, I will, for the life of me, not understand, ever, ever understand. Like, I, oh, so what are you worried about? Like, if you get to the ninth, he gets a little bit tired. Who cares? Who cares? Right. The ninth, <laughs> survive you the eighth. You got to get there. Yes, you just got to get there. You it, know it is, it, it's classic, like, overthinking, analytical. Like, dude, you. this is it. You're not going home if you can't get Harper out here. Yeah. Like, and uh, look, I'm not complaining. I'm thrilled about it. But, and then Grisham Bunts. In the ninth yeah, uh, yeah. with one out? Are you serious? Pinch just... hit for him if you don't feel confident that this guy – and I'm not saying Melvin did. I think I think Grisham kind of did it on his own. But whatever. Like, either he's not good enough to hit in that spot or you shouldn't be bunting. Yeah, one or no, the other. Exactly. No. Exactly. no. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't get that move. And, again, it's a move he's going to have to answer that question and relive over and over again. Um, you know, it's do or die at that point, man. You basically took the bat. You, you took the momentum. What little momentum you had, you took it right out of your team's hands, out of their sails. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a player, I'm sitting there going, what are we doing? I understand baseball fundamentals, but no, this is unusual circumstance. There's no tomorrow for us. Yeah, You don't, you don't go – you have to go against conventional wisdom. Now, if it was no outs, okay, I have no problem with that. But with one out, you're giving it out away? Unbelievable. And you're down to your last at bat? In this situation, when you haven't really been able to hit Philly's pitching in big situations as it is? I, I, I don't get that. You know? Yeah, uh, I don't get it. But, like, listen, again, you make your breaks, too. Harper still had to hit a home run. Uh, yep. you know, Philly yep. still had to get the you know the last two outs. And, and, and all those things still have to happen. And it, it was just and, and it was just opposite managing of, of Thompson. Thompson was, was going for it at every corner. From game three, all, oh, I mean, yeah. on. Oh, my God. No question. He no was question. balls to the wall every second that he could possibly do it. He's like, I'm not going back to San, uh, to San Diego. I want to end this thing right now. And, and, and I'm so glad he did, man. I'm yeah. so glad he did, bro. It's, it's, you know, this this is what, you know, this is why Rob Thompson got the extension. And I think that's that's great that Middleton did that. He, he signed him to an extension. That's just one less worry that he had to have off his mind. Yeah. It, it put this, the players in a, all right, this is going to be our skipper going forward. You know, let's go out there and play now. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 make it happen, man. Let's make yeah. it happen for him. Yeah, it's it's there's been signature moments throughout, man, and throughout this entire run. And, and look, you know, you worry about this. We'll, we'll talk about this more as the week goes on, and you know, whatever. But they're they're going to be playing a Houston team that hasn't lost a playoff game yet. You know, they're 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 on fire. They had to buy in the first round, so they didn't play as many series as the Phillies have played. But they ripped through the the Mariners. You know, it looked like the Yankees were actually going to get that one last night. I don't know how many people were paying attention to it, but yeah, I thought, all right, Yankees salvage one. And then the answer said, yeah, you know what? Nope. We're finishing y'all. I mean, they're (laughs) they're really good, man. They're really good. But I, but that doesn't like, to me, the Phillies are in that kind of zone. You know, look, anything can happen. Let me put it to you that way. I, I do not discount this Phillies team and I will not discount this Phillies team by any stretch for sure. Bro. And and I don't want to hear the, you know, they're playing with house money now. This this team this team is, is 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 built for where they are right now. They are there because they belong there. Yes, you know what I'm saying. They yeah. belong there. You know what I'm saying. And I mean, and at the end of of, of of it all, whether we're winner, you know, we win it all or we don't win. I mean, this team, man, is is, is this. They set the foundation now. The expectations are there now. Mm-hmm. You know, so from this point on, they got to rock with it. They got to roll with it. Yeah. No, you're right. Listen, Barrett, you're dead on. And, and yeah, I always thought that the whole sort of house money thing is like, dude, you're there. You want to win a World Series, man. Right, right. You play like, the game. The house money thing is kind of like, eh, who cares? Uh, not right. really. Everybody cares. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody cares. 
Um, but I, I do think, and we talked about this after they clinched against Atlanta, this team has a really nice feel for having fun, being loose, celebrating to the max that night, and then it's business the next day. But not not getting ahead of themselves. Like I, I, I appreciate that they do have fun, and they are able to, to smell the roses along the way. They're great at that. They really are. Exactly. And again, last night. I love the looseness of this bunch more than anything else. You know, there's no fear factor involved. You look at some of the obstacles they overcame just this weekend alone to get to where they are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Hoskins, I mean, ball goes right over his glove again, you know, and you're right. Some managers, considering the history that he's had in terms of booting balls, might have pulled him. Yep. Might have pulled him, you know, but he realized he knew he didn't have to look over his shoulder. You know how much that, that affects the psyche of a player. Yeah. If, if the manager has a history of pulling players when they make a mistake, you know, oh, yeah. you, you're looking over yeah. your shoulder, you know, you know, not, not, not in this case. Hey, look, man, you made a mistake. Still got a lot of ball to play. Let's go out and get it. There's a comp, there's a comfort level, a relaxation level when a manager by actions show faith. Look, you're, you're basically saying, Look, you're all home, human. We make mistakes. Now get back out there and, and rectify what just happened. And sure, lo and behold, boom. You know, it's like it's like your dad. You know, you, look, son, you made a mistake. Right. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks, dad. You know, you're thinking the worst. Man, I, I'm going to get killed. I mean, I live to see tomorrow. Yada, yada, yada. And, yeah. and look, look, you made a mistake. Just rectify what you did. Let's move forward. Yeah, don't let it happen again. That's don't it. let right. it happen Let's again. How yeah. about Bryce playing? but not playing in the outfield the entire season. Yeah, this guy's oh, got yeah. a tear in his oh, elbow, yeah. FYI. He's right. doing all this with we a tear. We forgot about that, right? His great elbow, yeah. We don't even talk about that. Yeah, and, and coming off of a broken thumb, which may have sidelined some people for a season, and yes. you know, fights his way back. It, it, it's crazy, man. And, but what he is doing, like Superman kind of stuff, it, yeah. really, it, it shouldn't be overlooked. Derek, you pointed it out with T-Mac. Yeah. And we were talking to Tom a little bit earlier, but just to, let's reiterate the numbers for it. So yesterday he goes two for four home run, obviously gigantic score to run, but four nineteen postseason, five home runs, two doubles, 11 RBIs. This is in 11 games, by the way, yeah. 11 yeah. extra base hits, a 1.351 OPS, which is unheard of. Okay. A 444 on base and a 907 slugging percentage. That is basically that's akin to like your, your, your big gun, your big boy saying, you know, I'm carrying you like, just get on. I'm taking you. And and we've seen a lot of guys who are highly paid, who are big names shrink in those situations, yeah. not Harper. Okay. And he, you know, look, he's not alone. Schwarber's got three, had three home runs in the series and six runs scored. Hoskins Jeez. has five postseason home runs, three in the last two days. Let's go back to Saturday. Jeez. They're down four, nothing. Bailey Falter, you know, gets, gets torched. The Phillies come right back and get three in the bottom of the first, which was huge. And they knocked their guy. You know, the Padre starter Clevenger didn't get an out. He was out of the game without recording an out. Isn't that something? So Hoskins has <laughs> a two-run shot to make, you know, and, they, and the Phillies chip away. All, right, all of a sudden, it's 4-2. Then it's 4-3. Then they're down 6-4, and he hits another one that's a two-run shot to tie it. These are huge clutch hits. You know, I, I, I can't overstate that. These are not – you're up – eight to one and somebody hits a solo home run to add on to a lead. This is your behind or it's tied, you know, in, in giant moments, this team Small is ball. money. Yeah. This team Small is money. They, they did. 
when they did hit home runs, you know, I mean, it, it became like a rallying call for them. You know, usually, you know, you can hit one. During the season, they would hit one, then they wouldn't have another one until maybe three innings later. Yeah. But these were, you know, calculated on how they played a little. I'm so glad they changed their game around and start playing small ball in the playoffs. They couldn't do this during the season. No. But, you know, it's either, you know, either going to be hot and hit home runs or they weren't going to score. Well, now they're they're getting it, man. They're getting guys on base. You know what I'm saying? RBIs. I mean, I, if you compare how many RBIs they've had in this in this you know in this playoff system, and, and take that, and you could probably double up the games of the, in the in the regular season. And yeah. I promise, it, it'd probably be the it'd probably be if you double up, it'd probably be the same then as far as you know how many um, how many RBIs they had then, and what how many they have in this in this um in the in the in the playoffs. Because they didn't do that at all during the season. You know what I'm saying? It was either home run or bus. Yep. Home run yep. or bus. Well said. Look, well <laughs> said. And so they become the sixth team since 1969. So prior to that, it was just basically you come out of the NL, you come out of the AL, and that's who your World Series is, right? So they, when they started to expand the playoffs, they're just the sixth team since then. I mean, we're talking 53 years now to, to reach a World Series after making a managerial change. Okay, so that, you know, pretty, pretty significant stuff there. There are uh, on top of that, as if that's not enough. And, and I know it's different now that you added the, the walk up, but they're the first six seed to reach the World Series. They are nine and two in this postseason. You know, and we talk about the, the Houston just running through everybody. Phillies are not, they've lost two postseason games. That's it. They're nine and two in the postseason. Yep. yep. They're five and oh at home. You know, and, and for, for people who think the crowd doesn't make a difference, just watch the, the, the playoff series the Phillies have played, the Atlanta series and the and the last series against the Padres. A crowd makes a difference. Not only does it bring out the best in the home team, it affects the other team. It affects them. It flat out does. I don't care what anybody says. That that those Padres players were kind of like, what the hell is this, man? Like we're not used to this, and it, it, it played a big part in what's going on. So. I, I give the uh, I give everybody a lot of credit. That's for sure, man. It, it was a it was a loud, raucous event. Like I had people. So where we are set up, where I'm doing the the pregame show, we're in a booth, like a, almost like a glass in, encased booth. Um, I, I I describe it as like it's like being in the being in an aquarium, except you're the fish. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> so what, oh, so what happens is, especially when you're doing three to seven. So it starts off and it's daylight. And, and, and I'm in there before anybody, the crowds are allowed in, right? So it's just like workers going by, which it's great. Everybody's doing their thing, whatever. So when they open the, the, the gates up, which is, I want to say like maybe two or two and a half hours before the game starts, somewhere around there. Let's say five o'clock for 730, okay? Then all of a sudden people start to trickle in. And at that point, it's still light. So it's pretty easy to see people. Like I see people I know, I'm ah, you know, waving, whatever. When, man, when it gets dark and, and it gets crazy, you got everybody and their mother coming up to you. And you're you're kind of look, you're trying to like take it all in and see who it is, and you're waving to people, and it's you're trying not to get distracted, you know, good luck with that. So, but it is it is craziness, and it was nuts down there. I'm telling you, it yeah. was nuts. I, I I've been to a million different Eagles games, and 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 Eagles crowds are unreal, but the Phillies crowds really brought it, man. They, Were you there for the whole game? Yeah, I was there Saturday, Saturday Sunday. Um, Friday, I got tickets for my wife and my daughter, and they went down. I watched the. I sat on the couch. I was a couch potato on Friday, but yeah, Saturday and Sunday it was great. It was it was a great atmosphere. It was really fun. Mm. Um, I, I I sat there on uh, Saturday, and I I had a little meal with Sarge Matthews, who's a trip. 
and he's just he's just telling stories, man. It, it was just funny. And we had I had like a cavalcade of guests on uh, Saturday: Larry Anderson, Sarge, Charlie Matt, Manuel, uh, Larry Boa, and they all. Uh, the, the one thing I will say about those guys, especially Charlie and Larry, they both managed. Larry Boa is the only guy to manage the Phillies and the Padres, by the yep. way. Uh, but what they both said was, and they said this to me off the air. It wasn't just trying to be nice and whatever. They're like, Thompson's in his zone. Like he is, he's locked and loaded mm-hmm. and, and like every button being pushed is the right button. He, he knows when to pull a guy. He knows how to motivate a guy. He knows he's a, he's a steady force, man. And they're feeding off of it. You got a real perfect storm going right now. You really you do. do, man. You do. I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything like this, man, in a long time, because when you, when you have your guys going in the right direction like that, it usually, you know, you usually tend to think, all right, well, who's going to do it now? Just, you know, who's going to step up now? But this team, everybody steps up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The most unexpected guy will step up. You know, usually you can't count on the youngsters being guys that's going to step up. But how many times we looked up and, and, and you've seen guys like Stott and Veerling, you know, go out there and make a play? Yeah. You no, know, usually you look to, you look to your leaders. But shoot, they don't care, man. They, they yep. mean, they, they're not afraid of the whole, you know, the whole uh, being up on center stage. You know what I'm saying? They, they're believing that everybody can contribute and everybody is contributing. Most of the time, just look to your stars and they're about to sit back and wait for somebody to step up. And that's a problem with a lot of good teams. If you wait for somebody to step up, you'll just stay waiting. These guys don't care. They don't care if it's a young guy. They don't care if it's an older guy. They don't care if it's a guy that, you know, just got there. They're just everybody's just you know saying on the right path, man. Yeah, they're on the right path. Yeah, they're 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 dialed in, man, and, and that's for sure. And it's look, it's very cool. It, it, it's a fun time. I mean, I if you think about it and put it in perspective for a minute, you have a Phillies team about to embark on a World Series, um, and you have an Eagles team that's undefeated, undefeated. And I know you know for for the rare time, the Eagles take a little bit of a back burner with the combination of having a bye week and and you know the, what the Phillies are doing, you know, takes precedent. I get it. But that's unbelievable. And you watch these teams in the NFL. And you guys, you know, we're watching yesterday and last night, and you'll watch it. Boy, tonight. Oof. Uh, Patriots and the Bears. But anyway, um, you know, you watch <laughs> these teams. It feels like a Thursday night game. Right. <laughs> but you watch these teams week in and week out just shoot themselves in the foot and, and whatever. And that has not been the Eagles. Has it always been perfect? No. But they figure out ways to win. And there I mean, is a lot of similarities in that way. I'll give you another one. Remember Tampa Bay won the World. I mean, uh, in Tampa Bay, the they Super won. Uh, they won the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, the, the 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 hockey team won. Oh it. yeah, the Lightning. Yeah. Yep. And then you know also the uh, the um, the baseball team won. Right. All in one year. Yeah, there's some crazy craziness, right? A lot of craziness. all in one year, bro. Well, I, it's never happened here. In 1980, you had every team went to the finals, but the only team to win was the Phillies. You had uh, the Flyers lost in the Stanley Cup, and they got really ripped off by a bad call. It was a shame against the Islanders. You had uh, the Eagles. Unfortunately, their Super Bowl was beating the Cowboys to get there, and they got beat pretty badly by the Raiders. Mm-hmm. The Sixers, no no shame in it. They lost to a Lakers team that you know had Magic Johnson as a rookie, you know, et cetera. But nonetheless, the only team that really brought it home was the Phillies. If somehow, some way, I'm getting white ahead of myself. I understood. But if you could, <laughs> if you have two teams running over a championship, the city might melt down. Like I'm not sure there is a city if they if both teams win. Right? Did you, did you see any of this stuff last night? Like I can't insane. believe the it's amount insane. of people that were in the streets for. And I'm not saying it's nothing. It's a big deal winning the 
the pennant. They won the pennant last night. Well, think about what a World Series is going to look like. Or Here, if they win the World Series, here's what I would tell business owners downtown. Board up your businesses and call it a week. Yep. I would say at least a week until all the festivities subside. It minimizes any potential damage. I hate this. It's a shame you have to say that, but we know what happens in championship moments. Um, you know, Board up your business as best you can, minimize the damage, and go on vacation for about a week. It's the best way to describe. I uh, I don't disagree with anything you just said. I, I might make maybe two weeks. Just just get a get away. Yeah, lock it all up, man. <laughs> don't have uh, your cars downtown. No, take oh, your cars no. out to the county. <laughs> Hell no. If you do, make sure you have underground parking. Yeah, and and ask the supervisor to lock the gate as much as they can. You are correct, sir. Uh, so okay. you said that happened in 1980. 80. All four teams went to the finals. That's crazy. Yeah, all oh, four teams crazy. went. Phillies won it, but everybody else went. Um, yeah, it was it was a crazy. I was I, I was I was a kid, but it was it was a crazy time, man. It they went, went to really the was. so and then uh, what the, that was the Jaws's team. They lost the Jaws the team lost to the Raiders, twenty seven ten. They played right. tight. They just played a very tight game. They were yeah. better than the Raiders. They beat them during the regular season. Yeah. Um, and then the Sixers. The Sixers, that was the Magic Johnson 44 points as a rookie game when Kareem didn't play in game six in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. They they end up losing that series to the Lakers, and the Flyers got jobbed by Leon Stickle, who was an official. Don't get me started. I'll start. I, that, they, I'm still scarred from that stuff as a kid, man. But that was uh, it was a great time. It was a really great time in, in Philadelphia sports. And I'm not telling you the Sixers and the Flyers are going to, a, to, to championships, but if you could somehow get two, man, I think we'd all take it. That's for sure. Um, all right, we'll step aside. We'll come back. Uh, we'll turn our sights to the NFL. Week seven, guys. We'll look at the NFC East, see what the Cowboys did. Dak Prescott came back. The Giants looked to keep it rolling. And the uh, the Commandos were, were taking on the uh, Green Bay Packers. So we'll dig into all those and everything I else. I love the Commandos. They're the worst. The worst. He goes from the commies, commandos. What's next? I'm never going to give him the right props. I just always say, as long as Daniel Snyder's there, I'm going to take shots. Uh, All right, so we'll do all that when we get back. 2 o'clock, Greg Murphy. We'll continue the Phillies talk with Murph at 2 o'clock, but we turn our sights to the uh, little pigskin when we get back. Derek on Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network with you on this glorious, glorious Monday. Let's talk about pro-action restoration because pro-action restoration – Look, they're they're there to help, okay? Uh, witnessed by the fact that they've been in Florida ever since Hurricane Ian hit, and they are still there helping people out. Tells you a little bit about what they're, uh, they're, they're all about. It's not about the bottom line. It's about helping people. But if you have a business or you have a home uh, or a property and you've experienced the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, or mold damage, it can be really trying, right? And you're not really sure who to call. Well, I have the right people to call for you. Uh, it is ProAction Restoration, and they're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I've gone through it personally, and that's how I got in contact with them. Uh, I had, had water in my parents' basement, a really bad you know, uh, storm, and their finished basement was soaked. I called ProAction Restoration. They came right out. They cleaned up the mess. The crew was professional. The price was very reasonable. Their license bonded fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. They will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. Could be water, could be fire, could be smoke, could be mold remediation, any of the above, and then some. They can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or visit them online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. 
It's a fall car fest, and Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown says, yes, you can. Jeff says, yes, you can choose from over 1,000 vehicles in stock with no wait. Yes, you can still get low prices, leases, and big discounts. Yes, you can still get low interest financing. And Jeff always says, yes, you can have a real deal buying experience without the hassle. When the other dealers say, no, you can't, Jeff says, yes, you can. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Jeep Adventure Days. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. back we are back on this monday hope you're well some of us are back a couple we're two out of three ain't bad as meatloaf once said Derek. Derek gunn rob ellis barrett brooks soon i promise that's a little teaser we're gonna see barrett soon i think um xander i need an update where are we with the like buttons what do you where do you think we are with likes Derek? give us i would say i would say maybe you know it's monday a lot of people hung over from a big sports weekend i would (laughs) say about 183 all right, Gunner goes buck eighty three. Xander is yeah. uh, is all he's got the pulse of this thing. Whoa, we're Gunner. What we got to do a check. lot better than this. One oh three. I'm see, told I by see. Xander. I know. All right, so see. everybody, everybody, everybody in the chat room, everybody listening, everybody streaming. Let's uh, let's up the ante here with our likes. Okay, let's get it up. We we can do a lot better than that. I'm sure we can, and we appreciate it. That's for sure. Maybe Barrett's like oh, off somewhere pushing the like button. You think that's happening? 
Barry's probably out making him a ham sandwich or something. Were you getting something to eat? What was going on there, man? Where Where were you at? I was actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you. I he's honest. He's I honest, man. man. You can't say he's not honest. I, en- I envy him because I'd have to, I couldn't run downstairs fast enough to find something, man. Well, you were, I ran upstairs, but then I came down. You know, gravity took over a little bit, so I was a little faster. <laughs> oh, thank goodness quicker, you didn't tumble down. down. Oh, my God. All right, so let's talk a little uh, a little NFL, guys, because they're actually, believe it or not, there was football in the midst of all the uh, baseball craziness uh, over the weekend. And Barrett, good right. job on the game, on your game. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, ECU um, against UCF. A lot of initials. A lot of initials. Nothing but initials. A lot of initials, man. There's not a lot of initials. Yes. <laughs> a little sideline reporting, man. A lot going on. Yes. Yeah, so you, 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 another, uh, another little wrinkle in the repertoire, yes, man. Sir. Do a little sideline reporting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nice job. Uh, all right. So let's uh, – I want to get to – I'll get to Sunday night in a little bit, but I, let's start with the NFC East and what the teams did around the Eagles. Of course, the Eagles were off. We all know that. They have Pittsburgh next week. That's why we'll get into that game in a minute. Um, guys, may, we need this – and I'm, I have to do this. This is me. I'm calling myself out. I got to stop with the – you know, this Giants thing is a myth and a mirage. I got to stop. And, See, and I tried to tell you this. I year. know you did. Derek, that's where I'm going. I'm going to give you props. You 100% said, you guys better start realizing this thing's real in New York. And you're you're 100% right. They keep winning yesterday. They're 6-1, and one, guys. Um, and, you know, I look at the, the job Saquon's doing. He had 135 total yards. Yeah. And he he's going to get playoff. Uh, he's going to get comeback player of the year. There's no doubt about that. Um He's been unbelievable. I got it. I'm talking about MVP. Yeah, right. He should be in that discussion. <laughs> he should be in that discussion because he's the guy they focus on every week. You're right. Yes, exactly. Uh, they beat the Jags yesterday. But here, here's what I will I will say. You know I am not a Daniel Jones guy by any stretch. Me neither. Okay. And I'm not about to tell you he's Patrick Mahomes. But what I will tell you is he he's doing what it takes to win football games. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yesterday he runs for, for, you know, over a hundred yards. He's not turning the ball over. He's efficient and he's playing very smart football. I give the guy, I'm, I'm giving it up credit to Daniel Jones and Brian Dable is a beast. He's a beast of a coach. I, I, I'm telling you, I watched what he did with Josh Allen last year uh, and that offense in general, it's very similar with less talent, but they're getting the necessary results. Now, obviously, Saquon is on the level of whoever they had in the backfield over in Buffalo, you know, Devin Singletary. But across the board, you're talking about a patched-up Giants offensive line. The receiving core is a mess. You know, you got no-name guys who are leading them in receiving. The quarterback has minimized his mistakes, and I've I've been watching him close, and I've been telling you guys every week, he's not turning the ball over like he did. Yep. They ran for 236 yards on Jacksonville's defense yesterday. Yep. And they make the play of the game a storybook closing at the goal line. They stopped Christian Kirk one yard short of the goal line to seal that deal. Gang tackling, bro. Gang Collins, one of them who, you know, was just just back up five minutes ago, whatever it was. You know, he was out of the league. He was a giant. He was a giant, what, two years ago? Three years ago? And they bring him back out of necessity. But the only thing is, uh, I think they lost Neil for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah their offense. That's and a big that's, one. That's, that's, that's big huge one. right there because I thought the two tackles, the two tackles were were good enough that um, you know, that you could kind of focus on the interior guys, the slider protection of those guys. But I thought Thomas and Neil mm-hmm. were their only saving grace. Those guys could hold up on the edges, which allowed you know the interior. You know, you could help more in the interior. Call protections that focused on the guys in the interior. Yeah, yeah. 
with one of them being gone now. That's a big loss. That's a yeah. huge loss. Now you got to call the offense way different than you did. We're gonna before. see. We're gonna see. And I, I don't. I don't. I don't put anything past Dabo. I, I, we're gonna see. Barry, you were right. That's a huge loss. Now the kid was a rookie, but man, he has played like a pro, a, a veteran. Yes, he has. Point. Yep. Now he's he's a rare rookie that, especially along the offensive line, you go through growing pains. He's a rare offensive lineman to step right into this particular system. Don't know if it would have worked in another system, but in this system, he was perfect for what they needed. It is a huge loss for this team, no question about it. But I'm going to watch this team even closer now because I didn't see the I didn't see the play, but the tight end Daniel Bellinger had to lead the game. He had oh. a bleeding eye. Yeah. And he came and now he was, I think he was back in the locker room afterwards and okay, but it, apparently by all accounts, it, it, it's nasty looking. It's like, nasty. Yeah. He said he yeah. got hooked in the eye or something like that. He was bleeding and, and it was blown up. Like it was, yeah, it was oh. like Rocky after, you know, Rocky won. But what's uh, his name? Who's that? Daniel Bellinger. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's 82, number 82. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's why I say watch this team closely. Yep. Because like everybody else, they're going to lose somebody else. And it, you know, if it keeps going, I'm not saying they're Super Bowl material, but this is very similar to what the Eagles went through. Mm-hmm. With with the Eagles had a much better quarterback and obviously a better a backup, but this is very similar. These they keep losing frontline guys, and they get they pick up these. I mean, you're like, who's this? Yeah, where the heck did they get him from? And they're making plays. Yep, that's between coaching. him and Wink Martin Martindale. Yeah, they're putting these people in position to succeed. Yep, bro. And the two guys that they want to focus on the most being their guys, man, uh, Kenny Galladay. Yes. There is Tony or nothing. They're nothing. They're nothing. No, nothing. no, no, it's, it's unbelievable. And here's the thing. You know, what's crazy. Their neck, the game they have this week is, is uh, against it's at Seattle. Oh, which is 425. Who would have thought that's a phenomenal game. Yes. Dude. That'll be a great game. Exactly. That was a total sleeper. Who cares before the season started? <laughs> uh, did you guys, did you guys remember that I did pick Seattle again to win this week? Uh, you did. You did. Derek. Now I will say this. If the giants, Whole Seattle to under 22 points. I don't care what the Giants look like on paper from this point on. The Giants are legit because yep. as mediocre as we thought Seattle was, and they lost DK Metcalf indefinitely with a peck was a peck injury or something like that. No, no. Well, uh tell her. Patella yeah, injury. but it's not as bad as they thought. Right, Pete, right. Yeah, Pete Carroll said today right. he doesn't need surgery. They don't know what the timetable is, but it, right. they, they dodged a major bullet. Well, he yeah. could be out a couple of weeks still. Yeah, but which and is a great game coming up. What it could have been against yeah. the Giants. But if they hold yeah. if they hold that offense to 22, 23 points, Giants are legit. I don't care what anybody says. 100%. They may not be the flashiest team. They may not be the most star-studded team, but they're a complete unit. That find a way to get things done. But yeah. see, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, they pay defensive coordinators millions of dollars to get these new wave things, you know. And it kind yeah. of the same thing with Chip Kelly. He came out with that new stuff, and offense. You know, he ran, he ran with it for a while. Well, eventually they're going to take over, and they're going to understand how to defend it. And once they figure that, it's going to be tough. I, I just, think, I, I still think that those smoke and mirrors sometimes the glass will break, especially towards the end of the season when you really need it. You that's know what a, I mean? That's true. That's true. And but. When it's smoke and mirrors that you're dealing with an offensive line, I mean, uh, offensive uh, running back like that, who, you know, all things being equal, if he had a healthy offensive line, we're talking about a team that could be a dominant team. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to be. Uh, from this point on, it's going to be tough for them with them losing Neil like that. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, their defense, man, their defense, bro, is is. is it's crazy, man. It's crazy how good their defense is. And, and it's just a bunch of guys. And they're going to get better because Tim yeah. is still figuring out how to play in the NFL. Exactly. And, and once he, he really – it'll click with him. He's a beast. 
Name yeah. a, name a legit. Anytime you talk about better defenses in the league, there's always one or two star names on those. Yep. Defenses. yep. Name, name a star name on that defense. Exactly. Well, I mean, yep. you still got Aziz uh, Ojalary. Okay. He's hurt right now. He's out right now. There you go. He's huge. hurt. Yeah, he's yeah, out. I, right I love their D-line. When I he just comes back, yeah, he's good. I mean, yeah, of course, look at their D-line. I mean, they got two first-rounders in there. Yep. You got Dexter Lawrence and Leonard uh, Williams. Leonard Williams. Yeah. Leonard Williams came – he, he – um, was it is when he um a jet a jet he was a jet, a jet. yeah he's the yeah. first rounder for the jets you know yep. i yep. think he came out at usc usc yes bro that's i'm telling yeah. you and dexter lawrence you know he's finally starting to understand how to play and they mm -hmm. made some stupid mistakes towards the end of the game they yeah, might have lost yeah i could have you know lost the game because that's of right. but they were to fight they were to fight back and i tell you what man their secondary is playing tough man it is yes yeah you got landon collins off the off the scrap heat to come yeah. in yep. and play for you absolutely um, all right, so Cowboys, Dak comes back. Now, Dak's numbers aren't going to, you know, blow you away, but he played very efficiently. Efficiently, yes. at nine of nineteen of twenty-five, two hundred seven yards. Didn't turn it over. Had a touchdown, one hundred and thirteen. They ran it pretty well, but the thing is, too, took it away five times. Took it away five times um, from Detroit. And by the way, all the Detroit hype. Gone. Uh, it's the same old Detroit. But anyway, so the Cowboys get a, a bounce back after the loss last week to the Eagles. And, of course, right. Dallas uh, generated five more, not only five more turnovers, they got five more QB sacks Yes, as well. That defense, yeah. man, you talk about speed, 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 that defense. Phew. But Detroit. you know what? Detroit handed them the game on a silver platter. Detroit had yeah, a chance to go, go neck and neck with them down the stretch. And all of a sudden, they just handed the game on a silver platter. They fell apart, man. They, they fell, fell apart. apart, man. Exactly. I mean, Detroit's defense is real, man. Um, they just don't have a lot of talent, but the talent that they do, I mean, I, I like I like how you know you guys were screaming over that rookie linebacker. I knew eventually, you know, that size and everything that he he would fall Rodrigo. apart. Yeah, Rodrigo, you know, I knew he would fall apart, but wait, wait, you know, wait. You bought the hype too after that first game. Come on now. You were you were in there with us. Man, no, I said no, I know. I said no, against us, he played really he played well. Great. Yeah, you did. He played really well, but eventually, you know, you get figured out, man. I'll keep telling people, defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators get paid so much, man, to stop these, these, you know, these, these Rudy Poot type of, type of, um, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, I haven't heard that word in decades. Yeah, man. These are defenses and offenses that are like gadgety. You can't do that. You can't sustain that, man. You got to get back to basics. You got to go back to doing fundamental stuff. In order to win, man, and right now, even the Giants, you know, they're they're Rudy Putinist, man. It's gonna it's gonna take a toll on because you cannot continue to run wildcat. People don't do that. That's why it works against. You only have a small amount of time to maximize how many you know what plays you play against because you, you what you play against mm -hmm. one week will be obsolete the next week. And when you go against the Giants, you only have a little bit of time to try to prepare for all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's only a couple of days to prepare for it. Eventually, teams are going to see, oh, this is how you stop that. And they're not going to have to, you know, formulate a game plan. They already have a game plan. So they see somebody else stop it. And once one person stops it, the next team will stop it. The next team will stop it. And it'll, it'll go on accordingly. You know what I'm saying? That's why you have to play fundamentally sound football. Right. You know what I'm saying? In order to win in the NFL. And, you know, that's why the Eagles are having success because they play fundamental football as opposed to playing gadget football. It's hard to win and keep winning with gadget type of plays and yeah. running wildcat and all those things and having a guy like Daniel Jones. Eventually, it's going to, you know, 
There's only so much, you know, magic pixie dust that uh that Dable has in his pocket. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, time will tell that, yep. for sure with, when it comes to the Giants. Yep. Uh, so the Cowboys get back on track. Commanders. Commanders, th- another one I didn't see coming here. Uh, Taylor Heineke takes over yep. for Carson Wentz, who's, who had the finger surgery. <sighs> Packers, Derek. Packers, I man. You, I'm not surprised. What, the, the three things they couldn't do yesterday. Oh. Couldn't run the ball. I was watching highlights last night. I'm thinking, what is Aaron Rodgers thinking? They were showing the highlights. And three different occasions, he went to the he went to the checkdown route, and and of course Washington is banking on him going to it because they they, they obviously studied the defense. Three separate occasions, if he had a pump fake one time, he's got dudes wide open down the field, no DB within ten yard radius. Aaron Rodgers didn't miss that in the past. Yep. somebody up in the booth didn't do their job because Washington was biting on the checkdown every time and and kept Green Bay in check. Because Green Bay could have blown that game wide open. Three three plays could have blown that game wide open for Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers missed all three of them. You got guys running like this, like this. Throw me the ball. Yeah, I know. And, it, and I think I think the um, the analyst said he's not trusting his receiver. But that's on him. You know, you, it you is on him. Blame yes, the, it the, is. the kids so many. Like their job is to get open. You throw them the ball. They drop it, then it's on them. You know what it is? A Rod hadn't been the same since he started messing with that wacky tobacco. Messing with that Amazon peyote and it messed him up. I'm telling you, man. Pineapple Express won't do everybody look. right, man. You know what I mean? Aaron, oh, you're right, man. Because look at Aaron, Aaron Jones. He had nine receptions, bro. Yeah. Nine. What does that tell you? He doesn't trust the receivers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nine receptions. But, that, you know, like, I also just think that I, I get the same vibe off of Brady. Like, I think both of them are, are sort of half checked out. Oh, no question about oh. that. Oh. Being, Brady's so far checked out and gone, man. Yeah, Brady's like, when is this over, man? How many right, right, right. I got, I got, How many I games got, I got left? I got 10 more? <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah, but like, you know what, though? Mike Evans did something I have not seen Mike oh. Evans do. Wide open streaking down the middle of the field, dropped a touchdown. As I've never bad seen as you'll Mike Evans do that. That's as bad as you'll see from any rec- – like, he is – he's – Derek, was, he's 25 yards over. At least, Rob. At least. Yeah. Nobody's in the same zip code as him. He dropped it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, something's up, man. Like, it's just – it's, like, contagious. I, I don't know. Uh, once, once, once his starting center went, once he once yeah. he was out, he's, he's – he doesn't feel comfortable, man. He doesn't feel comfortable. And even the defense is not playing well, bro. No. I not. thought the, I thought the defense would be their saving grace. They're not even playing well. Yeah, they checked I, out. Tom probably saying, prop, Tom thinking, man, how, how can I keep yourself from getting this yacht I just bought, man? I got to <laughs> think about that for a minute. Oh, wait, I got to play? Uh, okay, uh, on two. <laughs> I, I think it's more so, how can I get some of Giselle's money? How many companies can I take over for her? Yeah. All right, I can yeah. at least get $100 million out of them. Maybe she'll pay. I want her to pay me alimony also. <laughs> oh my God. Um, all right. So the so NFC East wise, everybody wins. Okay. Uh, yep. Eagles off. But the Steelers, who the Eagles will play this week, it's a one o'clock game at home uh, this Sunday. And, and that also lines up perfectly, by the way. The Phillies play Friday, Saturday off Sunday. That's the travel day from Houston. So it sets up very nicely. As did yesterday's game, by the way, a 237 start with the Eagles on a bye week. I mean, you can't you can't write this stuff better. But anyway, <laughs> the uh the Steelers lose to the Dolphins last night. They're now two and five, guys. So Pickett has three picks. 
Uh, Miami came out of the shoot. I thought they were going to run him out of the building because they were doing the quick too. hit stuff too. It was pop, 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 pop down the field. Yeah. And then as the game went on, I mean, Pittsburgh easily could have had three, four interceptions yep. in the game, which yep. they didn't come up with, including guys like, like, you know, really good defensive backs who, who have got to catch those balls. Yeah. Game changers. Um, Miami kind of stalled a little bit, but nonetheless got the win. And, and Pittsburgh is, is just not a good football team. Well, Here's the thing when you look at Pickett, and obviously you go through, every quarterback goes through his growing pains. He only has two touchdowns, seven interceptions, but he's only been sacked six times. So his offensive line, which we we said that you know is mediocre at best, yep. is doing a decent job protecting him. He's just got to read better. Like the last pick he threw at the goal line where they were driving for the potential game-winning score, I don't know if that was on him or the receiver, but you all of a sudden you see the receiver right there at the goal line with the DB. The receiver broke behind the DB. He should have lobbed it over the top. Yes. The DB made a great, great body adjustment to get both feet in bounds and pick that pick that off and seal the deal. But those are those are little things he's going to learn and his teammates as they get to know him better. Those little nuances because I thought the Steelers were going to drive to win the game because as you know, when you get to that point, these defenses start going into all this prevent mess and allow teams to go down the field and put themselves in harm way. I thought, you know what? Pittsburgh going to pull this game out 17-16. Yep. Lo and behold, the defining play of the game is made right there at the goal line. He's going to have those. Kenny Pickett is going to have games like that the sure. entire season. Sure. The entire season. Sure. Um, and and that's just what comes with, with a young quarterback, probably overdrafted, yep. but he was the best thing in this quarterback class, so that's why he's – you know he's he's starting right now because they just want to you know get him some reps. Yeah, and because to. they're just trying to get him some reps. You know, to them this season, man, it's just about him getting comfortable yeah. and get acclimated to playing in the NFL. That's that's the basis of what they're doing right now. Uh, you know, for for Kenny Pickett, they just want him, and and they probably chalk it up for an L. Yeah, you're taking your season. lumps. You know it. Yeah, you're going to take yeah. your lumps. I mean, yeah. anytime you got Najee Harris, he 17 carries, 17 carries. For sixty-five yards, Yeesh. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, well, cool. Barrett, that's the they're just their offensive line is not good enough, and I know no, he's not getting sacks exactly. a lot, but they're not good enough. I um, I, I I think Pick is going to be a good quarterback, but it's going to take another. This year is his his learning curve. Yeah, he's going to take his lumps this year. I think he's going to be better if they can keep those. I don't think it's going to happen because you got the receivers. You know, between Deontay. And um, in Claypool, you got two guys grumbling about not getting the ball. Yeah, but he's going to be there. He's a rookie. But I'm saying yeah. the other two are grumbling because they don't get the ball enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of those two are probably not going to be back. They may draft a, f- a receiver. They may get a free agent. Uh, a free agent next year. They're pretty but, good at that though. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh's really good. Good at two things: finding receivers and linebackers. I give them credit. They always have been. I was there yep. for ten years, and it amazed me. And I'm, I'm telling you. You know, I, and I've covered this game over four four decades, and they have one of the best linebacking crews, uh, cores I ever had a chance to cover. When they had Greg Lewis, they Greg had, Lloyd. I mean, Greg Lloyd. They brought Kevin Green in. Yep. They had LeVon Kirkland and yep. Chad Brown. Yep. You know, and Chad Brown used to scare his players to death because he had his own exotic reptile business, and he was always bringing some kind of reptile to the locker oh, room. I'm like, jeez. No, thank you. Yeah, yeah, he had that in college, man. He yes, had a he room. Did. He had yeah, an he entire did. room full of, you know, this, this is back when I played, man, Chad yeah. was like that. Yeah, Chad no. has always been that way, bro. 
Oh, they'll, I, they'll, let, they'll find let, those linebackers. Let me give you this. This is a pretty good, interesting stat you guys might appreciate. This is from uh, Lindsey Rhodes of the uh, the NFL Roadshow podcast. I thought you were uh, going to talk about the singer, Lindsey Rhodes. <laughs> I, I don't know her. Lindsey yeah. Rhodes? That's old, old stuff. Old stuff okay. Um, the NFC South. Okay, so let me first let me give you the standings here in the NFC South. So you have a nobody's above five hundred. Packers are three and four. Atlanta's three and four. Carolina's two and five. New Orleans is two and five. It's a terrible division, right? As of right now, and I don't see a lot changing, by the way. But the uh, the point differential this season, not one team is a plus, is a net no. positive. Tampa's <laughs> yeah. at zero. They're even. Atlanta's minus eight. Carolina's minus twenty five. New Orleans is minus twenty five. That 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 is some bad football. That is a yep. really yeah, horrible bad football. football man. Yeah. And can you imagine how he's going to have a top 10 pick? Yes. Yeah. Top he he, pick, he snookered them, man. He, he he took New Orleans lunch money. Yeah, he with did. That one. Yeah, he did. Just, what else is new? <laughs> yeah, he did. That's you know? crazy. Man, there's nothing. And, you, you know, you got that. You got Char- Chauncey Garner-Johnson who's playing excellent for you on, on top yeah. of that. Yep. You know, I mean – it's it's really amazing what he's been able to do. So so what do you think teams start thinking about? All right, man, let's just go ahead and just give it up, you know, and, and because we, we need this first round pick. Well, Barrett, you but, got oh oh in terms of tanking. Carolina, Carolina's yeah. already doing it, and yet they turn out win. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Carolina said the uh, you know, we're I still think Brian Burns gets moved, but we'll see. Yeah. Um they I would I actually wouldn't do it if I was Carolina. I'd probably hold on to him, but uh, nonetheless, yeah, they, they're doing it. I mean, you're we're eight days away from the trade deadline, so I think teams will tip their hand by who gets traded too. Uh, yep. But if, if you're asking me who goes into tank mode, the Steelers should. They're too prideful; they won't. Um, I think Seattle will have um, one of those receivers will be gone. You think Seattle's going to think Seattle is, is no, going to give I, up one of those? I don't. They're think in first so. place, Bear. Yeah, I don't think so. Watch what I tell you. Okay. They're in first. Right. They're in first place for what? They still don't have a quarterback. They nope. need a quarterback. How do they get a quarterback? Yeah, well, I mean, you got to get really them. bad to get a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know really. if they're going to be able to get bad enough, though. If they uh, win the division, they won't be bad enough to move up. Well, exactly. Well, they won't win the division because you know, I mean, even though the 49ers just just lost, but they lost to the Chiefs. Barry, when was the last time you saw a team that had the worst defense in the league and they're four and three? Right. I, I, I can't remember the last time I've seen but, it. But that's the problem. Like, if your division – like, if the Rams and the Niners were playing the way we thought they could have yeah. played or should yeah. should be playing, then maybe you could justify it. But I don't know. They're, it feels like if these teams don't get their act together, Seattle's going to be in it till the end exactly. of the year. Exactly. You know? And, and the, uh, the teams that should be tanking, easy. Texans, uh, believe it or not, Broncos. Now, I'm Bears. not telling you all these teams will, but they should. Uh, at, at, well, Detroit, Chicago, yeah. yeah, Carolina, New Orleans, but they're not helping themselves tanking, I guess, no. right? Or unless do they have the one Isn't there a one win team? In, who's the one win team in the league? Yes, Houston. Houston. It, it, it's Houston. Be, uh, Detroit also in Detroit. Houston's one four and one. Detroit's one and five. Wow, that's yeah. That, what what are the what are the Raiders right now? Raiders won yesterday, so they have two. <laughs> they have two now. <laughs> Yeah, the wow. Raiders are two and four. The worst prediction ever. Well, ever in 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 in, in, in modern modern but, betting. Barrett, when you look at the way the NFL has unfolded through seven weeks, 
there's not a there ain't a lot of people out there that can say they predicted this would happen through seven yeah. weeks. You look across the board, the AFC and the NFC. There's no way possible anybody on this on this planet could have predicted how this 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 league was going to unfold this year. Yeah. In fact, we all, we all swing and miss, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like, but see, definitely not with the Raiders and the, and the Broncos. We thought that. Yeah, we thought well, that division. Bron- I mean, well, I, I here's what I'll tell you about Denver. So they've scored 16 points, 16 points, 11 points. You exclude the one game they scored 23, but they still lost. They scored nine points, 16 points, nine points. They are historically bad offensively. I, I'm telling you guys. And, and who's their head coach? And they're covering hack the it, Hack it. It, it, it ain't, it ain't going to last the whole year. You keep, saying, you, you keep saying you give them until next week, huh? <laughs> well, you, you can say, you can say you that. fire Russell week. Wilson. I you can say the yet. same thing about Dan Campbell in Detroit. He is yep. 1-11-1 and one yep. in road games in his tenure with Detroit. Wow. I'm, I'm sorry, 0-11-1. 0-11-1. Yeah. It's never won a road game. You know, all that you rah rah stuff is only yeah. going to go so far. Yeah. 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 Hard Knocks only carried him so far. You yeah. Know, that's for sure. You know. All right. So when we come back, we keep it rolling with the NFL stuff. We're going to get into surprises, disappointments, kind of like we did here. We'll dig a little bit deeper into some of the other games. We had the huge Chiefs game against the 49ers. Chiefs took care of business. Uh, I think Joe Burrow and the offense have kind of figured it back out in Cincinnati. Uh, they went crazy yesterday. So we'll get into that. Uh, some of the receiving numbers are insane in that game for, uh, for Cincy. So we'll talk about that. A lot more to go. Uh, with the NFL, that's for sure. Two o'clock, Greg Murphy's going to be joining us. We'll talk some Sixers and Flyers and Union to close out the show as well. So you don't want to go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Flint Tree Services. Flint Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So here's the question. Do you have any types of tree issues in your yard or on your property? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees and serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and North. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In Delaware, Flint Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, and tree pruning. Now keep in mind, we're in that sketchy time of year with weather, right? You get some heavy storms, some rain, some wind. Now's a great time to have your trees evaluated. You just make sure some of those branches aren't going to be coming down on wires, on your house, on your neighbor's house, et cetera. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. 
Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. It's a fall car fest, and Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown says, yes, you can. Jeff says, yes, you can choose from over 1,000 vehicles in stock with no wait. Yes, you can still get low prices, leases, and big discounts. Yes, you can still get low interest financing. And Jeff always says, yes, you can have a real deal buying experience without the hassle. When the other dealers say, no, you can't, Jeff says, yes, you can. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Jeep Adventure Days. Over the last 17 years, we've built a reputation of growing award-winning teams across the country. Staffing is not easy, but that's what we do every day, all day. The key to our success is storytelling, asking the right questions to find the right people. Hi, I'm Gary Kane, president of Kane Partners. We want to be your staffing partner. All right, we are back. Derek Gunn, soon to be in his chair. Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, hanging out with you on this Monday. Hope you're doing well out there, everybody. Xander, I need a I need a like update. Where are we, man? Um, where are we on our likes? Uh, we we need to we need to jack it up from where we were the last couple of days. Let me update you in the meantime on a couple of things. Barrett uh, mentioned the tight end Bellinger from the Giants. Uh, according to Jordan Ray Nine of ESPN.com, who we've had on the show, he suffered a, a fracture around the eye socket, and septum. yeah, may require surgery. Uh, you know, Dable said yesterday the eye didn't look good, but uh, that's a shame. Yeah, he he was having a pretty solid year for them and and, and coming on. So, was that orbital, orbital, and and septum all by the eye? He will have you know it could be surgery. It looks like for him. Wow, uh, mm. we're talking about Bellinger, Derek. He might yeah. have to have surgery. Um, yeah. The shame for the Jets, uh, who have ha- are having another one of those teams having just an amazing year so far, five and two, and they win again yesterday. Uh, Brees Hall, who was awesome for them, man, as a rookie kid out of Iowa State, uh, torn ACL, and he's oh. fine for the season. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. I I, I love watching him play. I, that kid is tough, man. Yeah, he's he is tough. Um, so he's out for the year, but nonetheless, let's start there because they. Uh, Jets, I know they beat the Broncos and the Broncos stink and all that, but nonetheless, they already have more wins than they had last year. And they're four and oh on the road are the Jets. Like that's that's toughness. There's toughness there to that team. It's a 
What the heck just happened here? We just lost. There we go. Oh, he lost Bear. He's back. Yeah. yeah. There's there. It's, it's like it's a it's a type of it's the type of team that Joe Douglas helped build in Baltimore. Basically, tough, hard nosed team. Um, drafted well, and they're getting well. Not no longer with uh, Brees Hall because he's out, but they were getting maximum value on the first four draft picks uh, this year. Yeah. Uh, all four of those guys are instrumental to the success of this team. <clears throat> um, now that you've lost, you've lost Brees Hall. It's going to be interesting to see how that changes the complexion of the running game. But I think that defense is going to, is going to carry that team a long ways the way they're playing ball right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their defense, they're another, t- they're, they're much like they're, you know, their New York brethren there. Their defensive line's really good. Really um, good. They're really, really good. And and to Derek's point, you know, Sauce Gardner yesterday has 10 tackles, three pass defense. Um, their their rookie class has been huge for them. They have really stepped up for them um, almost across the board unilaterally. I mean, all of them have played really, really well. So they're getting look it from their a lot of places. Yeah. Right. Look at their offense. I mean, they have Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis. Right now, Elijah Moore is out. Yeah. Yep. But even you know, if, if you know, look at the tight end situation. You know, they are getting production out of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know how they go over with Brees Hall. I mean, they got um Michael Carter and Ty Johnson on the back of running backs. I don't know. They, they might do. be a candidate for to, to to acquire a running back if you're not giving a ton up. Absolutely, the Jets. But when you look at um their defense, man, C.J. Mosley's one of the best middle linebackers in the league. Uh, Quan Alexander. Um, are, are, are really good. He's they, those two guys are really, really good linebackers. They run well. They make a lot of things happen up front. Carl Lawson rushes the pass just as good as anybody in the league. Uh, you know, they're, they're cornerbacks. You know, I mean, come on, man. Sauce is playing at a, I mean, such a high level. He plays so long, man, but he's physical, mm-hmm. very, very physical, man. And he's very fast good. for his size, he can cover, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, guys, but you guys are talking. I'm, see, I'm doing, I'm doing secretary work. I'm doing booking work. You can't see it. Oh, it just says, uh, it just looks just, like it's white. Oh, that's why. Just giving you, just giving you some insight here tomorrow. Yes. And I know Rob, you wanted to say this for later, but what the heck? Tomorrow, Zach Berman at twelve thirty. Yep. At one o'clock, just confirmed Mark Jackson because the Seventy Sixers are playing tonight. Thursday, Barrett got Charlie Batch for Thursday, one oh, thirty. And so far Friday, we have Martin Frank from the Delaware News Journal for 1.30 on Friday. The talk to me Steelers. You guys are on fire, man. I'm still waiting to hear back from a few more people I'm not going to name yet. I'm working on some stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're working I on think we're going to get Max Starks. Okay. What? Uh, at 2 o'clock. Start what, what day? What day? On Friday. Uh-oh. Let me know as soon as you know so I can mark yep. it down here on my secretary sheet. Yep. Good work, fellas. Good work. I'm loving this. Uh, you know, loving- Rob has been, Rob, you know, Barry, Rob has been blasting us for not coming up with. Blast. With, and, and has been blasting us for not having more input in the show. I said, wait a minute. He can't talk to me like that. <laughs> Do I strike you as a blaster? I don't think I'm a, a blaster. I had a conversation with Diga. Diga, Diga, you, you can't talk Diga like that. He said, so it brought out the Diga got to do what Diga got to do. Oh, that's awesome. 
No, uh, no, Rob. Is, is come on, don't say that. I'm man. an encourager. I'm Rob an encourager. is Rob is not that kind of guy. I'm like I'm Rob not. Thompson. I'm just, I'm just. There you go, steady, 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 Eddie. Although I'm sure Rob Thompson has a much better palate than the Rob we work. I would. Well, that's not a real. I, there's a low bar that's set there, Derek. Uh, that's for sure for me. Um, how about the Bengals yesterday, guys? They they take out a Falcons team that had been playing well. Uh, Joe Burrow, you ready for these numbers? 34 of 42, Jeez. 481 yards, 481, three touchdowns, no picks, uh, a 138.2 passer rating. Let me give you the receiver. Tyler Boyd, eight for 155 and a touchdown. Yeah. Jamar Chase, eight for a buck 30, two touchdowns. T. Higgins, five for 93. Let's throw in Hayden Hurst for fun, six yeah. for 48. Yeah. I mean, that was just destruction. You know what's even more impressive? How, how many how many yards did he pass for total? He passed for 481 total. Okay, do the math. He had 345 in the first half. Woof. <laughs> in the first half, he had 345 had, yards passing. Boyd had a long of 60 and Jamar Chase of 41. Just, just ridiculous. Alone. That's you know, ridiculous, man. Insane. They're insane. they're finding their footing now. You know, they're 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 getting it's been like fits and spurts with them. They're four and three now. They're, it looks like they're starting maybe to kind of figure it out what they're supposed to be doing. Tyler Board is just the third receiver. Yeah. I love that guy, yes. man. He I just it's yeah. no 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 pub and just makes plays every week. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah, the, same, it's the same thing they did last year. They started out, you know, rugged, little rugged, little yep. jagged first part of the season. All of a sudden, light switch went uh, light switch went on with this team. The defense is not playing as well right now as it did last year. It'll get there. It'll yeah. get there. But, you know, especially, again, especially the way things are stacking up, all these average teams across the board, yep. I expect Cincinnati to be right there yep. when it's all said and done. Absolutely. All right, the other team that's, you know, I don't know how much I believe in them, but they're playing a lot better. The Titans are playing good football right now. Um, oh. and, and they they beat the Colts 19-10 to 10 in, a, in a big divisional game because the Colts went into that game at 3-2-1, and one, and the Titans were 3-2. and two. So that was one – you know, that you needed to get. But all of a sudden, you know, you look at what, you know, Vrabel's crew's doing. They've won four in a row. Remember, they were 0-2. So they're, they're playing a lot better than they were earlier in the year. The question is, it's always for them, like, even if they get in, how far can they go, ultimately? Not only that, how well, far can Derrick Henry go? Derrick Henry had 30 carries yesterday again. Right. right. You, can't, you can't keep running this man. I don't care how big he is. He's 245, 250. You cannot run that man 30 times a game. You can't You can't keep doing it. We yeah. saw the, We saw what happened last year, how many games he missed last year. Mm-hmm. You can't keep well, doing this right. at this stage of his career. Well, put it this way. Their leading receiver had three catches. Yeah, exactly. Well, put it this way also. Ryan Tannehill uh, left the, conf- the, um, the conference after the game, the press conference after the game, with a walking boot on his foot. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Malik Willis might be starting this week, anyways. Mm. That's interesting. Yep, that's gonna be interesting. So, if that and is who, they, who do they play this week? Oh, I right, pulled up. So Indy this week has the you know, Tennessee Commanders. I'm, no, I'm, I, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tennessee. Um, yeah. Tennessee this week has the Chiefs. <laughs> You're gonna send that rookie at the Chiefs? <laughs> at, oh no, no, I'm sorry. That's two weeks from now. They're at oh. Houston. They're, they're at, at Houston? Houston. Oh, see, yeah. that's a winnable game for Tennessee. Very much. Yeah, let that but, kid get his feet wet. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the Chiefs, man. I mean, I, that defense is not what is um 
you know, what, what it's stacked up to be. I think their defense is okay. It's their offense, man. It just keeps you – it keeps you going. It keeps yeah. you – it keeps you trying to keep up. And when you have to keep up, man, it puts you out of sword. Yeah, but you know, it's also an offense, Barrett. I mean, look at the game they played yesterday against San Francisco. San Francisco takes the early lead. And then all of a sudden, the Chiefs look around and say, you know what? We're tired of playing with this team. Yeah. And they just decimated San Francisco's defense yesterday. Yep. I mean, you put up 40-something points on San Francisco. You've more than done your job, you know. And it's, it's you know, that's why it surprises me that they have two losses, you know. And I still say they're the second best team in the league right now, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, one's Buffalo, but I hear you. Yes. You're, you know, you're right. But I, you know, we're starting to come around. Juju Smith Schuster's starting to come around. Oh, and, and Valdez Scanling. Yeah, they were both really good yesterday. They were both really good. And they, you know, it's Mahomes is just, he's a wizard, man. I mean, the, the guy is unreal. It's it's amazing what he's at. That's a good defense that he just shredded. He just yeah, took he him did. apart. I saw, yeah. I saw Mahomes yesterday roll to his left, stop. Twist his body, not turn his feet. Twist his body, threw the ball side arm, sidearm, threw congestion, mm-hmm. and completed like a twenty yard pass. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, well, it's, it was it's for a Curry playing football. He's it's, he is. It's ridiculous yeah. what he does. And yeah. it was for a touchdown also. I mean, yes, it's Juju Smith Schuster. It's ridiculous what he does. The angles he throws from, and how accurate it. The ball doesn't doesn't veer. Doesn't said no wobble. No wobble. I mean, I'm talking about darts. Yeah, you know, straight down the middle through congestion, he's completing these passes up like Juju uh, seven catches for 124 yards. Yeah, uh, the, Valdez the Chiefs, Scantling, yeah, three three catches for 111. Yeah, he had a 57 yarder. Yeah, then you the, got Travis Kelsey doing what he always he's does. unstoppable man. Yeah. He's unstoppable. They well, took I, other teams' cast offs, right? Put them in that system, and it worked. You know where else I'll give Big Red credit to? Like he he started Pacheco. Ahead of Edwards Hilaire. He's not afraid to do things like that. And he didn't yeah, go yeah. nuts yesterday, but, you know, eight carries, 43 yards, that's almost five and a half yards per carry. He's not afraid to make some moves here and, and, and tweak things. And not only that, why do they run the jet sweep, the shovel pass better than anybody else in the NFL? Yeah. You know it's a part of their every game staple, and yet defenses can't stop it. What do they do that nobody else does as well as them? Maybe they run so many variations of it. Like there's so many options off of it that you just, you're, you're trying to, you, you just can't quite guess. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it helps when you have Mahomes behind center. Yeah, he just too. can do whatever he wants, but um, uh, McCaffrey played a little bit in the game yesterday. Uh, Shanahan worked him into a couple packages. He had eight, eight rushes, 38 yards, and he caught uh, two for 24. So he actually gave him a little bit considering he hasn't, he hadn't played. Uh, he was there for like five minutes. So uh, they win. That's it. It's, you know, the Chiefs are very fortunate in the sense that other than Seattle, everybody in, in the, or I mean, the 49ers, sorry, everybody other than Seattle in the NFC West is underachieving. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you have the Rams that were on a bye that were three and three, San Fran's three and four, and Arizona's three and four. Yeah. So, you know, that division is another one. It's not as bad as the South, but it's disappointing. Oh, it's absolutely disappointing. I, I, you could have bought me with a wooden nickel that that 49ers team would be three and four. Yeah, you exactly. bought, I took that same nickel and said the same thing about the Rams until I really diagnosed what's going on with the Rams, and that's just their offensive line. That's yes. supposed to show how much of a luxury this team has when it comes to offensive line. And, and, and I'll, add this also, I'll add this also, Barrett. Um, 
I'm not a fan of Arizona, but now that DeAndre Hopkins is back and they added Robbie Thompson, I think that's going to change that offense completely. It's going to, and they're going to be right there as well. I don't know if they're a playoff team, but they're going to be right there as well uh, with those two additions on the team. Yeah, that's I'll give you this. Yeah, I don't think that uh, that trade the 49ers did is going to help them as much as they think it's going to help them. McCaffrey is still. You think McCaffrey's good enough to win him two more games? Uh, mm, it's a good question. I, I don't I know. Yes. I, I think he'll be utilized better, you know, with Shanahan than he was utilized there. You know what I mean? In Carolina. I, I don't Does know. Does that change him that much that they're going to be a Super Bowl? Um, oh, Super Bowl. Oh, I, Super I think Bowl. I think it's um, I think it's about their defense, you know, more than it is McCaffrey. Too. So I, I would think, say, why would you trade all that capital for a guy yeah. that's, that's that's not he's not good enough to get he's good he's great but he's not a Super Bowl candidate type of player yeah yeah that's look, there, to me there's always danger either giving a lot up or paying a running back a lot and I just it's yeah. I don't think it's a, a smart way to go organization I don't, I, but I don't think I don't think he's just classified as a running back he's as accomplished in the receiving game as he is the running game yeah he's that dual threat. And you look at what they have in that arsenal. You have Debo Samuels. He's a dual threat. They it's run the him. Those, He's the that, same it's thing. The same position. Yeah, yeah. They, you they, added, they virtually traded for the same position. Yep. You added more speed and versatility is what you did. Yeah. But you gave up a lot. You gave up four draft picks for this dude who played ten games in the last two years. That's what would scare me more than anything else. Can he stay healthy too? Exactly. Yeah. And on top of that, they they have no draft picks next year. They don't have a first because of the move two years ago to get Trey Lance. Now they give up a second, third, fourth next year and a fifth the following year to get a guy who is an electric player when he's healthy, but the operative word is win. You know, you don't know how long you're going to have him. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll last the whole season. If he does, he can only help you. But that's a lot of draft capital to give up for a guy with that kind of checkered history. They probably, years. I mean, they kind of went down the Rams road of just like yeah, forget draft picks. Yeah. And what we'll the Patriots – what the Patriots had done for years when Brady was there. They didn't care about draft picks. You know, they went out and got what they needed. They could care less about draft picks. We don't care about cultivating young players. Hmm. This is what we need right now. They kept that machine rolling for 15 years doing that. Yeah. I thought they were going to – I thought that they really were going to take a step in that direction when they got McCaffrey. But, I mean, it, you can look at it one way. You can look at it two ways. McCaffrey and Debo are the same guy, and they play the same position. Yep. Just one's a running back, one's and they they're gonna play on the field. How how can you maximize that offense with him? I don't think they know how to do it yet. So it's, I, I want to see how they're gonna do this. Hmm. Yeah, look, they got to start winning. <laughs> you know, bottom line, some someone's got to show that they want to you know get some distance here in that division, um, and whether or not Seattle hangs around. So a couple other uh, games of note: Ravens. Uh, maybe they're starting to get it together a little bit. They beat the Browns. Not that that was all that incredible of a feat, but they needed to get a win. That was a uh, that was a great that was a big win for them in that division. Huge win. Yeah, yeah, no. for sure. Um, they they ended up winning yesterday, and you know, pretty pretty mild game from Lamar. Nine Ooh. of sixteen, a buck twenty. Yeah. Uh, for Lamar, and on the ground, ten for fifty nine. It's it, not often they win, and he's got those kind of numbers. This was right. more of a defensive game. You know, they they sacked Brissett five times. Um, in the game yesterday, which you know obviously was was huge, you had a, a couple fumble recoveries. They stripped Brissett the one time, and uh, People Jones fumbled as well. So um, 
And Patrick Queen was everywhere. Patrick Queen, 11 tackles. He had a sack, Jeez. three tackles for losses, and a QB hit. So Patrick Queen just making plays, man. And, and you notice the receiving game, Rashad Bateman, four catches, 42 yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dev, Devin Duvernay, two catches, 42 yards. Those were the leading receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, that's – that's man, I'm telling you. That's why I say, you know, th- this whole year has been one of the most unusual years in all of the NFL I've seen in quite some time. Look at how many teams we thought would be up, they're down. Teams we thought would be down are up. I, I'm never, I'm, I can't remember in recent years anything like this. Mm-hmm. The way these, the way, I mean, the entire, I mean, the NFC, the NFC South, the NFC West are shocking. Yeah. You look at the AFC outside of Kansas City, the AFC West shocking. The the AFC North shocking. It's it just you know, it, I I just it's hard to figure out. Hard to figure out, man. So it, it's you know, why I keep going back to the. It's why I keep going back to the Eagles because it, you know they most a lot. There isn't any other team you can say this about. They they show up every week. Yep, these teams will show they up do. every week. And it Somebody ain't pretty, but they find a way to get it done. Yeah, right. the Chargers. Like what? Like what is this with the Chargers? I was just about to say the Chargers four and three. Like enough with the Chargers. We need to stop with that. <laughs> like giving them any kind of love. I, I don't. What I don't did, like. What did I tell you guys about the Chargers? Every year I've watched this team when they yeah. had Philip Rivers back there. They're expected to do this. They never come close to doing anything they're expected. This yeah. team falls in that same category. I don't know what it is about this organization. It's like this dark cloud just hovers over this organization. They can't get out of their own way for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, and the, so the Eagles, uh, I would assume Barrett that they keep it, you know, kind of the usual. They'll be they'll start practicing again Wednesday. Uh, yes, they'll they start will, practicing again. They'll like today yeah. they'll go in, they'll do a little running, conditioning, um, have meetings, you know, uh, implement, start implementing the game plan. Probably be off on Tuesday. Practice on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Walk through on Saturday and play on Sunday. Yeah. Um, Did you see the line on that game, by the way? What is it now? 12. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's, uh, I I was, I I don't know, my shock by it, probably not, but the Eagles going into it right now are are 11 11 point favorites over the Steelers. (laughs) I'm sure they've never, had the Eagles ever been 11 point favorites over the Steelers in the history of those two organizations? I I would guess not. I don't think so. Is, uh, is, uh, is Watt back? Uh, I don't we think don't, so. No, we don't think so. But no, he had a little setback, so uh, I don't think he's going to get in that six or seven week window or whatever they were saying. So I don't, I don't think so. And a couple of things mm-hmm. we don't know on the Eagles. We don't know about Lane Johnson. You know, we don't know where oh, that is bad. with that with the He'll concussion. Yeah, bad. maybe. I mean, he might be. Yeah. I just, you know, we haven't heard anything. And the obviously Sirianni and the coordinators will speak later in the week. But you know, look, it sets up as another game that they should win. Right, it just flat out does. Mm-hmm. Um, we're uh we're in a position where this team is a lot better than what we've we've actually seen. I think they could do a lot more than we've actually seen them do. They are they are balanced because they are fundamentally sound. They're built well in the trenches. Right. And I think after this this uh you know after this bye week, I think you're gonna see more production from that defensive line, which is gonna make that defense even better. Yeah. I think yeah. this that's going to be the biggest thing they're going to come back from saying, look, you know, as far as defense, I need my guys up front to to play more like crazed dogs 
You know what I'm saying? Not to say they were playing bad, but I don't, they were not playing up to the expectations they should be playing right now. I think that's the only thing really that they're lacking is production from the defensive line. Even though they're putting up good numbers, this defensive line could put up great numbers. Sweat has not played up to what I think his ability should be. Fletcher Cox isn't. Uh, you know what I mean? They're just not going at the rate in which I thought that they should be going or they should be doing or what they think, you know, as a unit should be doing. They don't think they should be this. You know, to me, it's like almost like they have a calm demeanor in how they're, they're playing. They shouldn't have a calm demeanor. It should be like trying to rip people's heads off. Mm-hmm. And I think after this, uh, if they watch film and really diagnose with themselves, to themselves, what they could be doing and what they saw themselves doing, you're going to have a totally different defensive line than you saw before. See, uh, I'm not going to disagree with you, but as I said last week, um, I don't think that the front four is good enough to get home with authority on a regular basis. Wow, see? And that's why, right there. Okay, here's now, now let me add this to it. They're going to pad their stats against Pittsburgh and Houston, and we're going to be applauding. We're going to be applauding their efforts, and then it's going to dip again. I'm telling you, I just I don't think that front four, the way it's set up right now, I, I, they've had the chances against to to show me something that they 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 weed whacked a a horrendous Washington offensive line, and we're sitting there going weed whacked. I like oh, they that. weed whacked that. They weed whacked that <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> And I'm thinking we're sitting there going, I was included. Yeah. Man, nine sacks, they did that. About time they did this, did that. Yeah. And all of a sudden after that, it's like, where are they? Yeah, I agree. There, there, there are, there's, just a run, there's a level know? of inconsistency there. Yes. I agree with you. You know, yeah. so it, so they, they play next Thursday? Is it next Thursday they play? The, the Eagles, they, they play, yes, a week from a week from this Thursday. This yes. Thursday, okay. Yes. Yeah. So they go, they go from Pittsburgh to Houston. See – Okay, you win. You got to beat who you got to beat on the schedule. There's no excuses. Yep. And they should, they should smoke these teams. They should they beat should. these teams like bad habits, they to should. be honest with you. Yep. Um, and then we're going to sit here and plot <laughs> what they're doing. And then after that, it's going to get interesting. Let's see All where right. that D-line is at. Let's get a timeout. We're going to come back. Uh, we're I don't want a timeout. I want to keep talking. We need a full. We need a full. Not even, want, a, not even a 20 seconds. I don't want a timeout. <laughs> get a full, Derek. Uh, so we'll get a timeout. We'll come back and we will turn our sights back to the Phillies and Greg Murphy, G Murph, the man himself is going to join us, uh, radio pre and post game voice of the Phils in what was just an unforgettable weekend in every sense of the word. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are sports take Jacob sports, YouTube network. All right, let me tell you about station tap station tap has their fall fest coming up October 29th you do not want to miss this it'll be from 12 to 6 live music with round tower who are an amazing band i've seen them multiple times they got a beer garden kids costume parade food vendors cart vendors station taps got the outdoor seating the weather's supposed to be nice so again the fall fest october 29th just around the corner here from 12 to 6 all right 12 to 6 live music with round tower they got the beer garden with all the unbelievable IPAs, kid costume parade, get you set for Halloween, food vendors, you get your belly full, craft vendors, station tap with open door seating, stop on out, Fern Boulevard, Drexel Hill, station tap. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes 
and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. It's a fall car fest, and Jeff D. Ambrosio Destination Downingtown says, yes, you can. Jeff says, yes, you can choose from over 1,000 vehicles in stock with no wait. Yes, you can still get low prices, leases, and big discounts. Yes, you can still get low interest financing. And Jeff always says, yes, you can have a real deal buying experience without the hassle. When the other dealers say, no, you can't, Jeff says, yes, you can. Jeff D. Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Jeep Adventure Days. Just in case from what the top of the show. All right. Red October, baby. Red October. Just an amazing, amazing weekend. I got not only do I have the flag, I got the hat. I got the cup. I, I got it all. I got it all. It was a, a, a weekend to remember. All right. Enough of my bragging about my swag. Joining us right now. Uh, does it Did you buy job. it or get it free? Uh, no comment. Uh, with the Phillies <laughs> pre <laughs> and post game show on the Phillies radio network at 94 WF. You can follow him on Twitter as well. G Murph fills the one and only Greg Mur- Murph next appearance. I need you because a, a source told me that you have the full Phillies suit with all I the Phillies. Not just the jacket, the pants as well. Next, ap- next appearance. I need you in full suit. Mode. Okay. Murph. <laughs> I, I can do that for you. That's not a problem. <laughs> would, would you wear it out for a dinner engagement? 
yeah, at this point, I think there it would be well received at this there point. You go. I, that, might be, that, might be, that might be a free meal, Murph. I think yeah. that might be the move tonight, actually. Yeah. That exactly I mean, is it. I, there's part of me that was debating whether or not to put it on and uh, show up for travel day on Wednesday as we head to Houston. Yes. We are required to wear a suit on the airplane. Murph. And, hey, you know. You got to do it, Murph. You uh, make it happen, it. man. Make it happen. Do you have a matching tie? Do you have a matching tie to go with it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh you got to wear it. Man, he has yeah. got all the accoutrement. I like it. We got to get shoes, the whole thing. Um, Murph, I got to ask you, like, when you consider, and I, 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 for you personally, you know, some ups and downs, you know, just you're doing great health-wise, and we'd love to see that. Yeah. Uh, but to be back with the team now um, – how cool is this run for you? I'm, 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 I'll ask you just individually. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's been amazing. I, you know, I, I kind of had to fight my way back a little bit yeah. um, in uh, in the last couple of weeks before the postseason started. Um, I was uh, kind of down and out again. I had to have surgery, and and I said to I said to Krista and I said to to Mark Donardo, my boss over at the Phils, I said, look. There is no way that I'm, I'm missing this. I will be back before that uh, clinching series in, mm. in Houston. And, uh, you know, part of me believed that and part of me wasn't so sure, but I was able to get back and, and um, thank God I did. It was so much fun. And, and, and honestly, I mean, I don't know that any of us really could have predicted the ride that, that we're on right now. Mm -hmm. uh, three celebrations now and, um, and hopefully one more to come. So for mm -hmm. me, yeah, you know, you guys – no, I, I grew up here. I've uh, been a fan since uh, since I was a kid, just like you, Rob. And, mm -hmm. and you know, it, it's it's a special thing to get a chance to cover the teams that you grew up rooting for, um, especially when they're we're, that clubhouse is filled with a bunch of guys that you really can pull for. Um, it, it's it's been amazing. Um, I'm pitching myself, and uh, you know what? As JT would say, four more. I, I don't know how I'll react if, if that happens, <laughs> but, uh, but certainly it's been a lot of fun. Where you climb the grease poles. <laughs> you know what? I will do anything. I'll climb the grease pole in my suit and, and do whatever they need me to do. <laughs> I will celebrate for sure. I love it, man. Uh, Murph, first of all, man, I mean, you're a warrior. That goes yep. without saying, man. Yep. You're no a question. warrior, man. So, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I now when I have a tummy ache, man, I can't I can't say anything, bro. You just you just did what you did, man. I can't complain about a headache or anything else. But, you know, just looking at this Phillies team, man, and looking at this manager, I mean, to take on the, you know, the entirety of his whole demeanor. And I, I think yeah. that's the reason why they're playing as, as loose as they are, man. I, I Usually a team takes on the mannerisms of the manager, uh, 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 you know, head coach when you're in football, you know, whatever it takes. But you can, you can kind of tell it, man. I think this is the best move ever that, you know, from the standpoint that, you can't ask for a, a, a better manager just to be leading this team and keep them as loose as they are. Yeah. And you know what? Tip of the cap to Dave Dombrowski for, for realizing that he had the guy, Rob Thompson, in his clubhouse that could take over for Joe Girardi. Um, very different personalities, as we've seen. And and you're right, Barrett. You, you think about what Rob has done. And, and you know, certainly you got to give the, the, the players the bulk of the credit. However, you're, you're right on. He that, that calming influence, we've heard it time and time again. Um, his ability to, to connect with these young players who have made such a difference that too. Uh, over the course of the season. Yeah, Girardi think, couldn't do it. I think that I, you're right. I think that was the disconnect for Joe in that he expected so much so quickly from these young guys without maybe cultivating them 
um, and, and kind of pulling them along. Rob saw that right from the beginning and has been able to, to get the most out of these guys. And you're obviously, you're not here without that group of uh, young players uh, developing. I I've been saying it all year. I think it's one of the biggest storylines um, of the 2022 season is the way these guys, these young guys have developed. And I think you have to give a ton of credit to Rob Thompson for that. But uh, I talked to Dave Dombrowski briefly last night in the midst of the celebration. And, and uh, we talked about that, you know, that, that decision that he made, and it was a difficult one, obviously, you know, and, um, and he, he he had lots of choices. Dusty Wathen uh, certainly would have been a good choice. Um, folks were calling for Larry Bauer to come down from from the front office. He saw something in Rob Thompson who had never managed in baseball before, and he said, "This is the guy for this club." And man, oh man, uh, Dave Dombrowski pushing the right buttons for sure. He was absolutely right, M- Murph. Where I really think, just to stay on that that point for a minute, where it really took some discerning, I guess would be the best way that I would put it. Thompson was so closely associated with Girardi yeah. that, that a lot of people thought, oh, you're just getting a clone of Girardi. It's going to be the same thing with just a different guy in there. And Rob's very much his own man. And I, and I think that's where it took the internal people to know better than what the public might have thought to make that move. Yeah. And, you know, he's been around for five years. I mean, he came with Gabe Kapler, right. with Gabe staff. And, you know, you, you thought to yourself – um, experienced bench guy coming from the Yankees organization, matched up with a first-time manager, perfect scenario. And, and I think in a lot of ways it was. Mm-hmm. But then when that manager position opened up again, Rob wasn't even really talked about. You know, Joe Girardi slides mm-hmm. in, takes over. And you're right. You thought, okay, reuniting the two guys that had success in New York. And Rob, you know, it takes a special kind of person – all of these guys are successful uh, at so many levels in their life. And, and to take a backseat, um, you know, is, is as a bench coach, that's your job to support. And that's it. And, and, and Rob was uh, uniquely suited to do that and very comfortable doing that. But in the back of his head, he always believed. He always believed that if given the opportunity, he could take over that lead role. And, um, and you know, I'm sure he had conversations with Dave uh, prior to uh, letting Joe go and, and, and sliding him in. And uh, he obviously was able to convince Dave Dombrowski that, look, I am not the same guy as Joe Girardi. I am a different person, and I can see what this team needs. And Dave trusted that and went with it, and the result is uh, is red October. And, <laughs> and, and it's awesome. Yeah. And Murph, um, give me some of your defining moments when you look back at what transpired over this weekend and the way this team went through the ebbs and flows. And I said off the top of the show for for brief moments when we had T-Mac on, I said for brief moments, I allowed myself, especially on Saturday and Sunday, to say they're going back to San Diego. Yeah, and and Derek, so did I. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think you couldn't help, you know, it's been such a long time since the good fortunes just kind of really rolled yep. um, through Philadelphia, through that Phillies clubhouse. And it's really hard to separate what has happened before with what is happening now. And um, I think when there's any little bit of adversity, uh, I think it's natural for, for us. And I think that's true for all sports fans to just think, oh, okay, it's not going to be as easy as, uh, as we think. But I'll tell you what, uh, you know, you talk about moments. I mean, obviously, yesterday you think about, uh, you think about Price's home run, and that will be an iconic moment that uh, we'll be talking about forever. But, you know, I think Reese Hoskins and what he was able to do 
And uh, the way he went about doing it, you know, he's hearing the chirping a little bit, but yet four home runs in the series, a huge part of what they needed to do. Uh, Zach Wheeler, even Aaron Nola, who, who, you know, maybe didn't have his best stuff um, in this particular series. But the way he presented himself after the fact and just kind of said, look, you know, sometimes you don't have your best stuff. So here you go, Ranger Suarez. I'm going to pass it off to you and you're going to get the job done. And that's exactly what Ranger was able to do. Mm -hmm. It's not just the hitters that are passing that baton, the pitchers as well, because they're not all going to be on all the time. Um, I, I think ultimately what we're going to remember about this team is that almost everybody played a part. And I guess when you have a championship team, um, often that's the case. But uh, it's been a while. And, and and to see these guys from top to bottom uh, really make an impact, a uh, different mm-hmm. guy each night, it's it's just been – it's been awesome. Mm-hmm. And Bert, think, go, go ahead, back. Oh, sorry. Uh, do you think there'll be a curveball, you know, in, instead of starting uh, Wheeler, you know, start – go and start Nola instead, you know, just a little more rest. Uh, Wheeler just, you know, just leaving the series. Yeah, so, you know what, I haven't even done the math yet, but uh, Wheeler would be on what? He would be on five days, I guess. It'd be five, Wheeler would be five, five and Nola would have the extra day if he goes Yeah, game. you know what, I, cool. no, I actually, Barry, I, I think that's the way they'll play it for a couple of reasons. I, I think, obviously, you feel very comfortable sending Zach Wheeler out there on five days rest. You know, he, he did get the bulk of September uh, to rest that arm, so he is probably still feeling uh, pretty strong. I think you love the, the tone he sets in, in a game one series. And I think if anyone can benefit from that extra day, it's Aaron Nola. So for both those reasons, and, and you know what? Why mess with the good thing? That's what they've been doing anyway, mm-hmm. right? You right. Know, so for, for all those reasons, mm-hmm. it, that's the way I would imagine they would go. Now, they might look at the, the Houston lineup and, uh, and look at a matchup and say, you know what? We kind of like this for game one. That is certainly possible. Um, and, and Aaron pitched very well against that Houston lineup when uh, they needed him the most. Yeah, so, the clincher. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but no. If if you're asking me now, I think it goes Wheeler, Nola, Ranger back here in Philadelphia. Mm. Stay on Ranger for a minute, Murph. I, you know he has the really good outing on uh, Saturday, right? Or was it? There was it Friday. Friday. Uh, Friday. Friday. Yes. Fr- sorry. Friday. And then he comes in, and obviously, great job by Thompson to have him ready to go when Robertson struggled. Just. Another great example of Rob Thompson managing. But I feel really good about Ranger now going into that game three of the World Series because he's now had a really good start under his belt and he comes in and closes the door in a high pressure situation. He's got to feel real good about himself. I, yeah. I, I think you're right, Rob. And, and you know, I've always felt really good about Ranger Suarez. I, I think people forget just how talented of a young man he is. And, and, you know, I know you guys have heard this time and time again, but the moment for Ranger Suarez is never too big. I mean, he really does have a, a pulse of about 85 and it never wavers. So mm-hmm. his ability to, to step in um, and, and kind of seize the moments. Now he's again, not always going to be at his best physically or, or, you know, however, the idea that, that, Phillies have two starters and then it's a crapshoot, I, I think is is wrong. I mean, I think they have three really good starting pitchers. And uh, you know, when when you have that, and and let, let's be honest, certainly Houston has that, uh, and we've seen that. And so that there's the challenge uh, when they when they get down there. But uh, but those guys can roll up against anybody. And um, and you know, Ranger is a guy that uh, you can just kind of trust to to go out there and do his job. 
I, I got to be honest. I was floored when they brought Ranger in to close that game. I couldn't believe it. We were down in the tunnel waiting for the final outs, and I'm listening to it, you know, uh, in my ear, and I'm like, they're bringing Ranger in, you know. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But uh, like you said, you know, kudos to, to Toms to know that uh, not only was he ready to go, but that he'd be able to get the job done. Hey, Murph, from the Department of Redemption, Reese Hoskins, mm-hmm. five postseason home runs, three over the last two days. Yeah. Say what you want. We can all say what we want to say about him uh, being a defensive liability. But my goodness, you talk about rising of the occasion offensively. There's so many storylines, but but that one continuously jumps out at me. Yeah. You know, Gunnar, you've been covering sports for a long time. You always have guys that that you get to know really well, that you like, that you pull for. Reese Hoskins is one of the best people that I've ever covered. And – and, wow. and so, and, and I, you know, I'm truly, truly good person. And uh, he's been through a lot in his life. And, uh, you know, the way he handles the misfortunes, the way he handles um, the, the adversity, it, to me, is just, it's just really impressive. And obviously, when someone like that then steps into the limelight and succeeds, you know, two home runs the other night, big home run the other day. So, you just you just can't help but uh, but celebrate it. Um, you know, we talked to him last night on the, on the post game show, and um, in the middle of champagne and beer being, being doused on you know on top of our heads, um, he, he got emotional again. Just talking about how special it is to be part of all of this, and mm. and you can, I I couldn't help but get slightly emotional because I am so happy for him. You know, he turns off the noise. And, and he just goes about his business. I hope that ultimately he's remembered as a huge part of the team, you know, this team mm-hmm. that got to, to wherever they end up getting. Because Absolutely. he really is, you know, and, and no matter what folks want to say, I think he's shown it. He's shown it. He's just uh, he's, he's a mega star, um, perhaps not the best player, but uh, when it comes to being in the middle of this lineup in this clubhouse, He's a megastar on this team. For well, sure. Yeah, Murph, the one thing you notice, too, just to pick up on that, is every one of his teammates, like from Castellanos to Harper to Schwarber, he's like the first guy they bring up. They're like, I'm so happy for him. Yeah. You know, more than, I mean, I, even before themselves, they're saying that about Reese Hoskins. So that tells you how he's thought of in the clubhouse, too. Yeah, Barrett, you've had teammates that that you, I'm sure, that you've felt that way about. You know, Absolutely. no matter how good things were happening for you, you, you just want to turn and say, and this guy, too, don't, let's not forget about this guy. Uh, and it says a lot about the character of, of that particular person, um, you know, when a teammate goes out of the way to make sure that they're getting recognized. So to me, I don't know how much more evidence people need to know that, uh, you know, Pat Burrell, uh, you know, if Pat, if the Phillies don't ever win a World Series, Pat Burrell's probably not remembered as a, a successful 1-1, right? Yeah. You know, but but what he did for that team, he wasn't the best player on that team. He wasn't even the fourth best player on that team. But what he did for that team, they don't get to where they go without him. And, and I think that Reese Hoskins is in a similar situation in that regard. Not the best player on the team, fourth, fifth, whatever, wherever you want to put him. But without him, I'm not sure we're here. Great point. Mm, so many Great guys, point. you know, we're talking about, you know, being starved from playoff baseball for the last 11 years. And here we are. We're just getting, you know, I mean, this is just a, a, a feast of it. Do they have enough, you know, especially with all these guys that haven't been in this situation before? Do they have enough, man? You know, do they have enough guys that have, you know what I mean? You know, talk about 
talking about guys, you know, our, our best player at this point has, hasn't been this far yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and again, I, I think for each guy, it's probably a little bit different about how they'll uh, be able to handle the situation, how they'll approach it. Do the Phillies have enough? Yeah, certainly they do. I mean, at this point, I don't think it would be fair to count this group of 26 out. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Houston Astros are the, roll. They're the best team in baseball. They are yeah. top to bottom. Unbelievable. Yeah, they really are. They are as solid as they get. However, you know, baseball is, is one of those sports that, uh, you know, the old adage, you're going to lose 62. And they did, you know, and they did. Mm-hmm. You can beat this team, but you got to play – you got to play a perfect brand of baseball. And um, so the Phillies are going to need outstanding pitching and timely hitting, and they're going to need to take advantage of the very few mistakes that the Houston Astros will make over the course of the next week and a half. So um, can they do it? Absolutely. They mm-hmm. can do it. I don't think folks thought they could beat the Braves. I'm not sure, you know, that people thought the Padres could beat the Dodgers baseball. It, it can happen, but you know, it, it takes a, a Herculean effort when you're playing a team like the Astros. And I think, the Phillies know that. They know they're going to have to play their best baseball. Well, I, I look at it, Murph. Like you said, they've been underdogs in every series. Like, I just look at the Padres series. They beat Darvish twice. Uh, you know, yeah. they were down 6 nothing or whatever it was in game one of St. That feels like it was so long ago, that St. Louis game one. I know. But, you know, they, they slayed some giants. They knocked the World Series champs off. I, I think they're in that sort of – I hate to always draw on the 2017 Eagles, but they're in that sort of dog mask and, you know, world against us mode. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, whoever it is next, they're just in the way of winning a world series. I would agree with that. And I don't know how that happens and and I don't know why it happens. And, you know, I'm not going to ask a whole lot of questions, but you know, you you hear team of destiny and and all that stuff and, you know, yeah, it's kind of hokey or whatever. However, when it's happening and you're like, how is this happening? And you can't really put a, an explanation on it other than, I don't know, but it's been a lot of fun. I think you just have to sit back and enjoy it. You got to hope. You got to hope that that they don't, um, you know, certainly Houston can be a buzzsaw. You got to hope that they go out and do play their best baseball and give themselves a chance. Because I think after all this, what would be a little disappointing, and I'm not sure we could be disappointed at this point, but slightly disappointing would, would be if they kind of beat themselves uh, because they haven't done that so far this postseason. So as long as they go out there and play really good baseball – and the chips could fall where they are. You know, I'm comfortable with that. I really am. All right. Specific to yesterday, how nervous were you getting with that bad weather? Because it, oh, it, I, it, it had a, it had an 08 game five feel to it. And I'm saying, man, if it either address the, you know, they get the ground gr- grounds crew out there a little bit earlier, maybe those wild pitches aren't, everything's running through your mind at, you know, as you're watching that thing. Uh, I, I, you know, and on top of it, you know, part of my responsibility is to fill rain delay, right. uh, you know, and, and which is just no fun. Believe me when I tell you it's, <laughs> it's, but, but for, so for all those reasons, I'm like, please, please, <laughs> no one wants to hear me vamping for an hour when we've got this much on the line. Um, let's not make this happen. Scott and, and LA were going back and forth. They're like, I don't think they can keep playing. I'm like, they can keep playing. But yeah, you know, and again, you certainly don't want to end up losing a game because of bad weather. And, you know, that would have been an excuse <laughs> that the Phillies would have been able to, to use uh, at that situation. But uh, you know what? The way it played out, 
Thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness. Something evil this way comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Murph, when was the last time you saw a guy in the hitting zone the way Harper's been in the hitting zone this postseason? Uh, I guess I would say Harper in his uh, the back end of his MVP year. You know, okay. it, it seemed like he, he couldn't miss. But in, in, a, in a situation as important as this, my goodness. I mean, you know, he's everything – uh, that you needed him to be. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you did, saw the John Middleton quote where he grabbed him on the field and he said, I think I underpaid you. Yeah, <laughs> for, for your boss to tell you that uh, <laughs> at 330, um, at three, $330 that you're underpaid, uh, you're doing something right. And uh, I, I, I thought it was remarkable the way you know, he hit it. We've seen the emotion out of Reese and we've seen the emotion out of Schwarber and JT when, when they've gone yard. You know, when Bryce hit that yesterday, off the bat, he knew. I mean, he took two steps out of the batter's box. He knew. And instead of that groundswell of emotion that we've been seeing from these guys, he kind of dropped his head, dropped the bat, and just started around. And 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 I didn't ask him this last night, and, and I should and I will, but I wonder what he was thinking at that moment. Because as, as Joe Davis said on the television broadcast, great call, the swing of his life. Um, and it was, and, and for him to be so stoic around those bases. And even when he came back into the dugout, you know, even the celebration, it was like, wait a minute, we still got some work to do. So let's temper the emotion here. Absolutely. Yeah. I got that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, It was, it was cool. I mean, it was like, we haven't seen that all that much, uh, from these guys because the emotion has been so great. And, um, and even after the game, you know, he's, he's holding his, his trophy, he said, you know, this is great, but this isn't what I'm here for. This isn't yeah. what I want. I want something else. So I love Very it. Cool. I love yeah, it. The, the National League made him uh, take it up to the podium. Yes, as, exactly. As, yeah. as Bryce said. <laughs> Murph, listen, man, we, we love that you're back. We love that you're, you're, you're cranking out. You'll be headed to Houston. When do you guys leave? When does, uh, sounds uh, like we're leaving Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Uh, there'll be a workout Wednesday morning here in Philly for the team, and then we'll be leaving right after that. I, that that's that's yeah. the initial word we're getting um, and, uh, you know, kind of get acclimated in Houston and get ready for, for Friday night. Very so, cool. Very and cool. Praying, for, praying for you, Murph. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Let's uh, let's get one at least in Houston, right? It's been a yeah. practice formula, right? Yep. So, it's worked right. so far. I mean, they've been, they've so been road warriors, Murph, in addition to just owning, you know, citizens bank, they've been road warriors too. Oh, cool. So yeah. All good. All right, Murph, keep up the good work, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks, Murph. Thank you. All right, you got it, Greg Murphy. Yeah, he's great. Murph's awesome. Murph's awesome. He does an excellent job with the uh, pre and post game. And uh, he's a battler, man. I will tell you that. He is a he is a tough, tough human being. He's gone through a lot physically. All right, so just we don't need to get into too many details, but he's a tough cat no. to still be doing what he's doing, man. Um, and I'm, I'm ha- for people like that, I'm so happy for, right? You know, yes. I mean, yeah, to live this moment. Yes. Because you've waited so long. Yep. Um, and to go through what he's been going through and knowing his love of baseball, his passion for baseball, and the dry spell that they've had to go through for more than a decade. Uh, to have this, as as they like to use in the NCAA tournament, that one shining moment. <laughs> yep. You know? Yep. This this is it. And I hope he he gets to grasp this and hold on to this and and, and be a part of a celebration like none other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he will remember for the rest of his life. Yep, well said. Well said, Derek. All right, so we'll uh, we'll come back. We're going to jump around a little bit. We have some Sixers. They played tonight, but it has not been a great start for the basketball team. They're very fortunate. You know, the Sixers are that the Eagles are undefeated. The Phillies are on a World Series run, man. I, I will and, tell you and, that. And, and 
I mean, come on, man. We need to get everybody in shape. When you're saying Harden yeah. and Max is the only guys in shape, man, it's, it's getting pretty tough, man. But, hey, also, my yeah. captain, Tony, man, he tried to rub it in. So, I mean, I think I got to put him on. Oh. I got to put him on. Yeah, we'll put him on. All man. right, we'll, we'll address that when we get back to Yeah, we'll we got we got we have to address that. Okay. Okay, we will do so. <laughs> we will do so. All right, he's Barrett. He's Derek. I'm Rob. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I'm going to talk to you about Razor technology, all right? So, you know – disaster recovery is critical, right? The middle of an emergency is the wrong time to wonder who is in charge and how to respond. Restoring malfunctioning systems, rebooting complex servers, reconfiguring applications, bringing up, you know, backups online and reauthorizing users all takes time. The longer it takes, the more damage that a business is exposed to. Razor technology helps growing businesses develop a disaster recovery plan that protects all their essential data. Razor ensures that all your critical systems are backed up and that backups are regularly checked to ensure that they can be deployed at a moment's notice. Depend on Razor technology, your trusted IT manager service provider, to save time and money on your IT and cloud services. Find out if your business is built to recover from a data disaster by calling Razor technology today at 866 877-3282, 866-797-3282, 797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. It's a fall car fest, and Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, says, yes, you can. Jeff says, yes, you can choose from over 1,000 vehicles in stock with no wait. Yes, you can still get low prices, leases, and big discounts. Yes, you can still get low-interest financing. And Jeff always says, yes, you can have a real deal buying experience without the hassle. When the other dealers say, no, you can't, Jeff says, yes, you can. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Jeep Adventure Days. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. 
Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Back. Very quick show today, man. Flying by. We're in our final segment already. Hope you're doing well out there, Barrett, Derek, and Rob. So, uh, not to get too heavy here for a minute, but uh, another shooting in, at, a, at a school in St. Louis. A high school. Yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. and uh, yeah, Joey. Appreciate it, man. My um, my mom and my mom. Um, she just you know she she texted to me. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't want to get into it, you know, because you know we we got a lot of stuff to celebrate right now. But you yep. know, my, my thoughts and prayers go to that. To that school, I think there's Terrible. three three people dead inside the school. Um, this huh. you know this this is society, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why you kind of need sports a little bit, man. This is this is this is un unruly, ungodly. This is just as I mean, we shouldn't have to go through this. These are our children. Why are we going to our children when they're trying to learn? They can't even learn when a school shooting. I mean, what did the kids no. do to you? No, I mean it's just there's a lack of respect for life. You know, I, I don't like to get into it too much, you know, having kids and grandkids, but it, it just it just tears in my heart because we are one of the wealthiest uh, countries on the planet. Uh, one of the 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 the, the more uh, I don't want to say high, uh, smartest countries on the planet. And yet we have more shootings in schools than any other country. And, and I don't understand how this continues and, and, and why it, why it continues. Mm-hmm. At some point, it's got this has got to stop. You got to be in fear of sending your kids to school to learn, to mingle, to have a good time with with their friends, and you just pray. You got you got to pray over your kids like never before, and just pray that they come home safe every day, because what we've been going through for the last 10, 12 years is unprecedented, and I don't know. You know, I don't know if, when, and how it's going to stop, but it's it's got to stop somehow, some way. Yep. Yep. Well said. Well said. Uh, so certainly, um, thinking about everybody in St. Louis, prayers out there for uh, for everyone. That's for sure. Um, all right. So uh, you know, no easy segue out of that. That's that's real stuff. And we're in the uh, toy department here. With, with I, I can, I, I can, I can, I Go can. Go ahead. I can, I can, I can trans. You know, transition out of that. Okay. How about my captain, man? He's you know he's he's captain he's, Tony. He's He's dogging me out, man. He what went happened? fishing, and 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 you know they they limited out. They limited out, man. They call each this person got their limited stripers, man. Look at this picture. I don't know. If, I don't know if we have it, uh, uh, Xander. We have it yet, but we man, have this it. Guy's, I mean, look at this. Look at his fisted. Uh, this, now this is this is Cap Tony right there. This is what he sends me while I'm flying back from <laughs> Carolina. This is what so he this is on. Me. He sent you this Sunday, yeah. Yes, he sent it to you. They I was went just out on Sunday. Say that. Captain T. Fatuna just told, he just took the words right out of my mouth. This fishing is better when Barrett's not there. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my. That's rough. Bro, come. That is I'm rough. Come to see Weezy. Wow. Hey, hey, come to see you. Hey, Cap- wow. Captain Tony. <laughs> hey, Captain Tony, I need some stripers for uh, my wife's famous fish tacos, man. My wife, yeah, which I've never tacos tasted fish tacos the ch- before. Hey, we, we, hey, this is not about you right now. Okay? It's about me. It's not about you. Okay, we're not talking about you, B. Brooke. Captain Tony, I need some, I need some striper, man, for my fish tacos, man. Help a brother out, please. I'm just asking. 
Fair enough. There oh, he is. And why, why is it, he should be happy with what he got rather than going after you, Bear? What's that all about? Man? Oh, because you know that's that's those are my fishing guys, man. I, I, trash I, I, before 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 I, I I had a real job with you know with you guys, I used to go all the time. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a show, so I would go all the time. I, I mean, you, you realize you're I, not anytime. going until next spring. You're not going until next spring now. You, you realize that, that right? Think about it. You know, you don't have a free weekend. You don't have a free weekend until after football season, number one. Number two, you're not going out there in January and February. Yes, yeah. I do. We go out all the time then. What? Yes, man. That's where the best oh, striper man. fishing is. I ain't getting on nobody's boat in January. I hate, you know how I hate cold weather? And oh, being yeah. out with, you know, normally, cold, you know, cold. when it's cold and you have buildings to block some of the wind, you know, out there ain't nothing blocking the wind. I don't care how many thermal underwear i have on and, and heated hoodies but and then, all this stuff you gotta have doing? you know but you know captain tony captain jeff they, these guys got boats that they they close they have a closure in them i get and they that. have heat inside there so you just go in there heat. so you just watch the pole what you see it's just going like this all of a sudden you go like a wind then you go out there and you freeze to death for about 10 minutes Get the fish in, take the fish out, then you go back into the heat. <laughs> Barrett, that's nine minutes too long out in the elements. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Number two, after watching 15 seasons of the deadliest catch, where they're out there, these guys go running out there, and all of a sudden the entire surface of the boat is covered in ice, and all of a sudden you see whoop feet going. I'm like, nah, no, can't do it. Yeah, well, they're can't not out there now because all the crabs they shut it down. Yeah, the crabs have uh have have, have disappeared. Yeah, they're, they're, they're talking about some kind of some kind of uh, a virus, a parasite yeah. that's caused the disappearance or, or a combination of overcrab fishing and this virus, a, a parasite. They should, you know how many people are out of work? I mean, these are people that were making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars in a span of three to four months. Now right. they're out of work. Like, right. Rob, Rob, what you, Rob's like, I have no idea what they're talking I'm about. I'm just, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting educated. I'm like, when, when you don't, here's here's the thing, Derek. When you don't what? know about something, yeah. you should keep your mouth shut and listen. And I, I don't that, know that never works for Derek. My and wife I'm tells like, me that all the time, but I got to learn to listen to her one of these days. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! All right, so the uh, the Sixers. It has been uh, not the start that we anticipated, folks. I, I mean, you could maybe understand. Okay, you lose on the road to Boston. Uh, okay, uh, you lose maybe lose at home to the Greek Freak. Uh, okay. Uh, losing at home to the San Antonio Spurs. This is not Tim Duncan and Tony Parker. And Here we go. The Admiral walking through the door anytime soon. This was a bad loss, okay, yes. at home. Then after the game, Doc Rivers essentially says, yeah, yeah, you know, we're not ready. And I'm like, huh? We're not we're ready. Not ready. We What's been we're going ready. on? What was happening the three weeks or whatever you had of training camp? What was happening in the offseason? How are you not ready? And clearly – you got guys who aren't in shape. I mean, Maxi, yeah, Harden, okay. Who else? These guys look like they're 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 dragging. What 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 was going on here with this team? Did did Boston look not ready? Milwaukee first game of the season on the road in a Sixers place where they had already played a game to get off the rough edges. Did Milwaukee look not ready? San Antonio, which is one of the weak sisters in the NBA, walked in here had six players scoring double digits. On your defense, their bench. And here we go with the bench again. This is three straight games. San Antonio's bench. Let's see, 5, 19, 22, 24, 35. 
The bench outscored the 76ers 40 to, to 10. Embarrassing. It's an embarrassing. 40 to 10. San Antonio, not, not Boston, not Milwaukee, not Miami, not Cleveland, not Atlanta. San Antonio's bench scored 40 points to the Sixers 10 in the Sixers building. And your head coach comes out and says, the third game into the season, we're not ready. You know what? I, I'm, I'm a, I, I'll, I'll take that because, um, and I'll take them being out of shape. Because when I look at it, that's not what I see. I, I see a team that just might be slower than a talent pool that's out there playing right now. They're slower than most of these NBA teams. And I'm hoping yep. it's just they're not in shape. I'm hoping that's the case. Yep. And once they get in shape, they can keep, compete, keep up with these teams that run. But right now, I can't see us having holding a candle to teams like a Golden State, Memphis. Heck no. Uh, they're they're you know, very, very, Celtics. first of all, very insightful. Because they are the worst team in the NBA in terms of fast, fast break points. They're not defending well the fast break, which tells me, yeah, you're slow. Here's the problem with Harden, and he's in great shape, and he's putting up numbers. He's so ball dominant that everything slows down. Like, you can't let a gazelle like Maxi get out and get loose because right. everything's bogged <sighs> down. Well, that's, that's two, the, though. That's, that's two That's two guys that's going to bog the offense Yeah, down. and B2 is going to slow you down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So – I mean, what do you do? You mean you, you you get you pull out your NASCAR uh you, you pull out your NASCAR offense. You know you, when you have you know Thibel and all those guys in, you put Thibel and Maxi in. Put the younger guys in. They don't score. Yeah. They don't score. Well, you, you got you, know you got you got a road runner. You have a road runner playing with a bunch of anteaters right now. That's what the boys have. <laughs> you got road runners playing with anteaters. It's a okay? great point. Here's the other thing, guys. You generally you start your fast break offense off of a turnover. Yes. You don't defend well enough to create turnovers on the other end and then sprint out, you know, and get it into a track meet. You don't do it. That's going to be tough. On us, get man. Maybe they can't run. That's, that, but that's, that's great, man. You know, you got a bunch of road runners and an Annie. That's awesome. I'm, I'm totally stealing that. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm telling you, 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 you have a road runner in Maxi playing with a bunch of anteaters. That's what you get. Or a road runner playing with sloths. That's what right, 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 right. You, you just can't. You can't have that, man. You, there's just no balance. Yeah, there's no balance. Oh my goodness, that was that was that was great right there. Yeah, I like it's that. just inexcusable though. Like I don't know. Like Doc Rivers says it almost like, "Hey, we're just not there yet. You know, we're going to be fine." And I view it like, "Yeah, it may be three games <laughs> into the season, but how is your team not prepared?" I just don't get it. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, it's three games into the season. I don't want to overreact, but I expect the product to get better, not stay mediocre. Even if you're not in shape, it shouldn't take you three games. You went through a preseason. You went through a training camp. How are these other teams in shape and you're not? Right. You what was it? What was the club bed at your training camp? Yeah. yeah. I, I, they, what are they you play doing? The, they play the Pacers tonight, now, and this is what uh, Vegas thinks of the Pacers. The Sixers are 12-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Okay, wow. that tells you what they think of the Pacers. Jeez. So we'll see. I mean, look, they you went out and you got, you know, a D'Anthony Melton and you, and you added a Daniel House and some of the other pieces that you added to that bench. This bench shouldn't look worse than last year's bench, which was one of the worst benches there was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All, all signs oh point to what the heck is the coach doing? I'm sorry. Right, I'm going right. to sound like a broken record here, but I just, you know, Doc Rivers, man, I, not a fan. Not a fan. All right. <sighs> So the Flyers, uh, Flyers, look, they, to to their credit, you know, what we thought, you know, we, we thought they'd probably at this point be like 0-6 to be off to a 4-2 uh, and two start through six games. I'll take it. 
you know, credit to them, credit to Tortorella, getting them, you know, to play at at a decent level. So they've overachieved so far. They're defending, man. Yeah. For the most part. Can they sustain it? Yet to be Uh, determined. But right now. Hey, I, right now, I'll take what I'll take what I'm they're giving the fans. I, I, yeah, so I'm not that. even going to do yeah. the hey, they're going to crash the earth. I give them right, credit right. for what they've done through six exactly. They, they played exactly. well. Um, Union guys, uh, we have a, a a soccer team here that is in the semis. They beat Cincinnati one nothing. They'll advance to play New York. A, you know, that's a great accomplishment to begin with. But there's even more intrigue with this game because it's New York. Last year, you guys might remember, Union had 12 guys uh, who were on the COVID restricted list whatever yep, yep. um six of which were starters and the league wouldn't delay the game to to give them a, a fighting chance so they had to go out there with like the three of us playing and they lost and got eliminated so this is a real kind of revenge game for the union a real th- this one's got a lot of intrigue involved, yeah it does yeah it does. sure i'm gonna have to go out and give me a union shirt for right, that's morning. right Bro, I love the facilities that down there rob you talked about it last week man the, yeah. the, to go see a game down there is is un unbelievable man. so cool really and you know nice, what it, it's family friendly in terms yes. of cost yep. Yep. Uh, concessions it's a great outing on a summer day a summer evening to go watch them play um and plus they're a very good team yep you know i hope they run the table and win it all just to stick it back in the league's face that screwed them over last year mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, i really do that's amazing right it is it is it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there i think you know, they're playing a good team, but that would be pretty cool. I mean, if, man, if the union could keep this role going that, that Philadelphia sports are on, that would be uh, pretty awesome. See, see, New Jersey Fishing Maniac says, who can watch soccer? And for the most part, I'm with you. But I'm telling you what, the World Cup is coming up. Every time the World Cup's on, I don't miss the World Cup. Yep. You're talking about the best of the best. And we'll see some of the things they can do with, with their ball, you know, up as fast as it. I'm just intrigued by seeing the best of the best. I National don't know who's going to ride, win. you know, what? for your, your country. What? Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, it gets a little heated and they start elbowing each other and, you know, grabbing jerseys and stuff. I mean, I, I, I love it. I can't wait till the World Cup starts next month. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. So I wanted to pass this NFL note along before we dive into the, uh, the birthday. So. Uh, Matt Ryan's got a bit of a shoulder issue, but Frank Reich, interestingly enough, said today, even if he wasn't experiencing any kind of shoulder issues, we're going with Sam Ellinger from from here on out. Whoa! Yeah, Matt Ryan benched. Well, let's see. They go from Carson Wentz, one and done. Matt Ryan can't even get through the whole season? Yep. Whoa! Yep, they're pulling the trigger. They are not happy with the way things are going. You know, obviously they lost 19-10 yesterday. But yeah, they've decided to go with Ellinger. Ellinger's a guy who who was a gunslinger at Texas. Yep. yep. Uh, you know, had a great career there. Tough kids, not a little undersized, all heart. But the question is, you know, can he make the NFL throws? And we're gonna find out. He's in his second yep. season out of Texas, so he takes over. Yeah. Hey, the Colts have spent a lot of money on quarterback by committee. Yeah. Get I'm telling you, man, the last not even two years. Yeah. Last season plus. The money they've invested in that position, being by bringing veterans in and getting little for their return, yeah, I, that's where you you really wonder, Frank Reich and the and the GM, they might be in some trouble. Tells me the Colts are looking for a quarterback next year. They're going to tank this year and look for a quarterback next year. Yeah, mm. could you know what? Could be right. Could be they have so they have uh, they play the Commanders um, this Sunday. That game's in Washington. So you'll have a uh, Heineke-Ellinger matchup, uh, just like we all thought it, it was going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine paying good money to see 
Heineke versus Ellinger in a game. No. I'd be you imagine so paying good off. money to sit in that dump in Washington for starters. Oh, <laughs> right. No, 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 I, no, no good money being spent there. Uh, I don't actually, know. I don't game, know if I'm, I go watch my kids the, play. The game's in oh. Indy. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know if I go watch my kids play if it was in that dump in, in Washington, to be honest. It, yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> that's how, that's how much I hate that stadium. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you guys this before we get into the, uh, to the birthdays. How do you think Joe Girardi watch is watching these this playoff run? And like, is he? Could you even bring yourself to watch it? No, you know, like it's weird. You got to be happy for your right who the guy was your right hand man for a long time in Thompson, right? But also, man, you were they were twenty two and twenty nine when you got fired, and now they're they're in the World Series. Like that's got to kill you. I'm sorry, you're a competitor. That's got to kill you. You know, I don't know him. Uh, don't know anything about him. But I know if I was in the same position and that happened to me. I would watch because I want to see these guys succeed. I'd be happy for the guys, especially when you consider he spent over what over a year with these guys, a year and a half. Oh, more than like that, yeah. How yeah. many? How, how long was he here? This, Two years? this was his fourth year, I believe. Okay, yeah. fourth year. Because there's so many guys, especially guys who were on that brink of being great coming up. I would be happy for him to be. I would sit back and reflect on myself. I didn't get the job done. First yeah. and foremost. Secondly, I would be like, I'm happy for the guys in the organization. I mean. They gave me more than three years to try to do this, and I didn't get it done. Obviously, I didn't have the talent pool until this year that uh, that they have now, but I didn't come close to getting it done. I would still be happy for the guys. Yeah. That's just me. Mm-hmm. How about you, Barry? Uh, I, I don't know if I, I, I'd be mad as hell. I'd be hating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hating on who, well, though? Some of the suckers didn't even go out there and play for me like they played for this <laughs> I think I'd be more I, – I, if I'm being honest, and this is a character flaw with me, I'm leaning more towards Barrett. Like, I'd be, yeah. I'd be angry. <laughs> like, Derek, it, it shows a lot yeah, about I'm your not, character. I'm no, not. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, your yeah. character that you would feel that way. I There would yeah. be a part of me that would be like, oh, I don't know dude. if I could watch it. Frankly. I hope they get their ass kicked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, that's not me. I, I would, I, it would be a hey. I didn't get it done. You know, I can say that because I'm sitting on a, I'm sitting on a gold mine. If I never manage again, I'm set for life. You know, but well, he is set for yeah, financially he's saying, fine. You know, yeah. but the bottom line was I was, was given like that a task. He got here though. Well, no, but I was given a task. I didn't get it done. You know, um, I'm upset with me, not the players, because I wasn't able to bring the most out of these players. Hmm. I was giving a revamped lineup with better marquee talent across the board and i failed plain and simple i failed interesting that's a it's a good way it's a very mature uh you know very seldom does the word maturity coincide with my name so i I thank you mr ellis i thank you for that all right you you look at it you're absolutely right man because he he can't do he can't do anything but say um well look at it they went out and spent all this money on me they brought in two of the top hitters you know that that were in free agency so and I didn't get it done with those two top guys, so it's my fault. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even 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 Rob Thompson handling of Castellanos, man. It's, yeah, yeah. When cert, a certain person wanted him jettisoned from the organization, right? No names, <laughs> no names mentioned. But and, and I kept telling him, Rob, be patient, be patient. I, I admit, I admit, I'm guilty. And now, what was it? Late September, Castellanos on fire. That's my guy. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. It was before that was Cassiano's uh-huh. must die. Yes, yes. Yeah. You need to fire him. Send him back to the Triple A minor leagues, the yeah. Triple uh-huh. Swamp leagues, wherever you want to send him. Ride or die, man. Stakes. We're, we're stakes. riding right stakes. now. Yes, I know. <laughs> and he caught the final out. And this was nice. This I, I will give him this too. So he caught the final out yesterday, right? And a lot of times when you do that, you just I'm keeping this bad boy. I'm putting it in my back pocket. Gave it to Harper. 
So that yep. was pretty wow. cool. Yep, was that was cool. cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So birthdays. Drake. Drake is 36 years old. Drake is a mm. fan of every team that's winning. He likes yep, the yep. Yeah. Oh, Raptors yeah. when they're winning. He likes LeBron when he's winning. He likes this. I don't know who else, but he's a, a front running fan. That's for sure. But uh, Drake is 36. Uh, the actor F. Murray Abraham, who's been in a lot of stuff, won an Academy yep. Award, is 83 uh, today. Kevin Klein, who has uh, been in a ton of stuff. Oh, my uh, goodness. Himself, good in it. He's great in A Fish Called Wanda, if you've ever seen the movie. I it, love that movie. He's so good in that. Um, really good. Uh, BD Wong, who's an actor, he was, he was in Law and Order, uh, yep. SUV, yep, or SVU, SUV. He was in Law and Order where they drive cars around, but no, Law and Order SVU, <laughs> not SUV. <laughs> um, <laughs> they all just get in and they're, hey, you like this? It's nice and roomy. Uh, <gasps> all right. Uh, Monica, the singer, is 42 years old. Yep. Monica. Yep. Uh, Wayne Rooney, speaking of soccer, he's a footballer. He is 37 years old now, now a coach or manager, as they call him. Dusty Rhodes, the former wrestler, uh, celebrating hey, a birthday. Baby. Yes, yes, Dusty, uh, <laughs> celebrating a birthday. What else you got, Derek? I didn't have a ton of birthdays today. Uh, I got a couple movies. You got there. Eric Hosmer of the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. Uh, the first baseman. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, 28 today. Yep. Oh, Jalen Ramsey. Okay, yep. okay. And that's it. Those two. Uh, um, you also got, you also got, uh, Amon Ra. St. Brown. Oh, from, really? uh, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Uh, you got Corey Dillon. Remember the running oh, back? Oh, yeah. The running back. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah. Bengals. Bengals yeah. and um, Patriots. Yeah. My boy, Big Pat Williams, man. He played D tackle for, uh, for, uh, for, uh, Minnesota for a long time. Okay. And then one wow. of my hated rivals, Jay Novacek. Oh, cowboy. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. He uh, had a good career. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. you know, he was just, a nice safety net for Aikman for sure. Yeah, uh, you guys already said Jalen, right? Jalen Brown. Yeah. No. Oh, no, no, Jaylen no. Brown Jaylen, the Hooper. Oh, from Boston. Yeah, Jalen Brown. No. birthday also. Yeah, he he picked he he just hit thirty five on it. So I I think I got to put a little respect on this name. Uh, wait, Jalen Brown's thirty five already? No, no, put thirty. No, scored 35. He scored oh, okay. thirty five on it. Oh, okay. No, he's twenty five okay. years old. Yeah, I was gonna say he's shoot. a young buck, man. He's yeah, a young man. buck. You know. So. All right. We're good. That's You're a couple good. of guys, you know, I, I thought we should at least say something about I like it. Saying. Good touch. All right, I got some movies. The good ones. Not a ton, but good ones. John Wick, uh, 2014. One of my favorites. Which Quality. one? The first one? Number one. Yeah, yeah one. 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 Love it. Yeah. Love still, it. Love I just still, as much as I love watching those, still can't get past the fact that this man gets shot, stabbed, poked in the eye 150,000 times, and yet he hit somebody one time. They're out. He's still rolling. You gotta suspend uh, reality, Derek, when it comes to that, man. Don't, right, don't think no, about right, it too no. much. Just right, enjoy. He, it. he still thinks that you could you could jump off a you know a, 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 a jet going mock, yeah, Tom mock eleven is jumping from roof to roof. Yeah, like that's really know, happening. You know, yeah. he, he goes mock eleven in a jet, then turns yeah. around and goes over and, and has some water at the at the, at the local uh, <laughs> uh, diner. Yeah, he, he's I can't wait until part four comes out next year. But, you know, Keanu Reeves is, like, in his mid-50s. I'm like, man, he can't keep doing all these stunts. Well, he really is a martial artist, though. He does do this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. You see the video of him with the with the swords? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he's in his mid-50s now, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. He's my dude because he he, he owns a uh, motorcycle shop, man. He, he builds these uh, one-off motorcycles, so that's that's why he's Oh, ah, okay. You know, he's giving away his entire um, salary to different charities and stuff in yep. movies. Yeah, he walks what? it. He I'm talking like 15, it. 20 million at a time. Yeah, he he is seriously like one of those guys who yeah, is right, all yeah. about like 
giving back for and real. I still I still look at him as uh Bill and Ted's excellent, excellent adventure. Adventure. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speed, you know, with uh Sandra Bullock. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. done a lot. Of uh 1978, the Wiz. Yep. Uh Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, little Iconic. little Wizard of Oz take oh, on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That was that was Iconic. a big one. Richard yep. Pryor, Nipsey Russell. That's right. Lena That's Horn. Right. Sure. Yep. Right. Uh, a very underrated movie that came out in 2003 from Mike Tolan, who's a who's a Philly guy, but he's produced a lot of good sports stuff. He did the the Last Dance with Jordan, but he's done a lot of really good movies too, sports related movies. Radio, you guys ever see that with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, really good, yeah, really there, good. There's, there's a person I, I usually think of when you, I see the movie Radio. I won't say any names, Rob, but when, when it comes to radio, there's one individual who, who reminds me Big of Radio. Birds. <laughs> Me? No. Oh, yeah. oh God. I'm like, what? Big birds. Rob's okay. looking at me like, where are you going with this? I didn't know what. Yeah, I was okay. All right. Um, uh, you know, uh, I got one more. I got one more birthday, which is actually okay. two birthdays. Yes. Reggie and Ronnie Cray. The Who Cray brothers. Ball so hard. Jay-Z talking about the Cray brothers. Oh. Over, oh, over oh, in oh, Europe. Oh. I didn't know what. The gangsters. What the Cray brothers gangsters. Okay, you, you, that went right over my head, dude. Yeah, I didn't. You never heard of the Cray Brothers? No. no, I didn't credit yeah. that one first time. I got you. They, they right. ran. They ran. Um, they ran everything, man, over in Europe. Yeah, they're no the mafias. They're they're the oh, equivalent. The, the movie, mafias. yes, the, the, Cray, the English yes. movies, yes, yes, yes I saw it. Yes, brothers. yes, like, yes. Hey, man, funny. let me tell you something. The one brother, you talking about mentally deranged? Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh. So the Cray Brothers, yes, it was their okay. birthday. So that's why I said, okay. you know. Happy birthday to the Cray Brothers. Yeah. Uh, last movie I have is St. Vincent, which was a good movie with Bill Murray and uh, Melissa McCarthy. Very, very good. Uh, very Another one. It's kind of under the radar sort of movie, but it, okay. it was a, another quirky role for Bill Murray, which it feels like all of his roles are very quirky. You got any other uh, movies there? High School, the musical. Came okay. out in 2008. Okay. And Don't in 1986, Soul Man. Remember that one with C. Yeah, Thomas Howell? Soul Man. Yeah. Yeah. James Earl Jones, Julia yes. Louise Dreyfus. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was a good movie, too. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Remember, I absolutely remember that one. All right. So um, <coughs> that's going to do it for us. No. What do we have, to, we have, what do we have tomorrow? Yeah, I'm trying to Let's remember. See. Tomorrow, let me bring up my long list. Of yeah, guests. you got it. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. All right. 12 30, we have Zach Berman. Okay. One o'clock, we have Mark Jackson. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. All tomorrow. right. And we got a lot in store for later in the and week. Do the rest so. of the week, too. What's the, what's the rest? Uh, the rest Thursday, of the we have former NFL and Charlie, former Steeler Charlie Batch at 1 30. All right. Uh, Friday, we have a uh, writer uh, from the Delaware News Journal, Martin Frank at 1 30. Two o'clock, former Steeler Max Starks. Man. At two o'clock, we're loaded. We're coming out firing this week. Hey, you guys, sure. all right, you guys, I've done my job for the week. You got to find somebody for Wednesday. Thank you, Derek. I, I have nothing on Wednesday. All right. I, I, we'll I'm make it to I'll tell you this. I'm trying to get Lito Shepard to come on this week. We'll see. All right. We'd trying love to, to talk to Lito. Yeah. Love it. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for us. I want to thank Xander Krause. I want to thank all of you in the chat section, everybody streaming, everybody listening. Don't go anywhere. Dan Cilio with the National Football Show has got you from 3 to 6 Eastern. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow at noon. We are Sports Take. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. 
Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.